0: You Levine, being the Z show, and with us always the instigator Jeffrey <laughs> Keeble. Gaslight you. <she> <laughs> yeah, start it off. Where you fucking living? We leaving? new season, new start, and the guy's always like, "All right, gaslights me." He's like, All right, here we go, and hits the record button immediately. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, so go ahead and uh, go ahead and tell him. Yeah, man. tell me. Tell him what? Tell him. What are you gaslighting about? I
1: wasn't gaslighting. It was the truth.
0: Gaslighting. Truth. All right. That's the difference. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and (laughs) also joining us, (laughs) the master himself, Lyle Keeble. I'm here- for the truth,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're all looking at
1: you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait for it. Tell the story now. No, nah, I may have uh, gaslit a little bit.
2: <laughs> he goes
0: a little bit yeah. <laughs> right before you press record. He's like, for what?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, hey, yelling. I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to jumpstart
0: it a little. Yeah, bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Light the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Got you going real quick. Yeah. So dumb, so easy. We uh, <laughs> were talking about making sure. <laughs> And everything with the podcast is ready to go, like mics and like SD card, like everything is formatted. And, 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 I, and
1: I checked everything, did all that, and then I was just like, oh, I sent Tito on one trip, and he comes back thinking he's the master. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Starts bossing me around, yeah. like thinking he knows a thing or two. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I was like, no. And he goes, all right, let's start. Yeah.
3: Tito thinks he knows everything, yeah. is what he uh, said. <laughs>
0: Knock. Oh right, I'm crying already. I'm speaking, crying. Yeah, speaking of tears. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh,
1: damn. Oh, no. Come on now. This is fucking live, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we do that like off air. Oh man. Uh, but no, on, on a serious question though, like I wanted to know, like, how was the like the organization of the cases? Oh, it was really good. Like packing I'm, and everything. I made it better. I was just going to say, like, did you guys, like, critique it?
3: I mean, we kept it until we got there when we obviously had to split up. Yeah. And then on the way back, I was like, man, I think if we either forgot something or we got more space. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Or I did it better. Well,
1: that's good. That's good. I'm glad you guys are finally pitching in instead of having me do it.
0: Yeah. No, it feels Mm -hmm. good to kind of, you know, for you to actually let it go and and let us, you know, Leave the nest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To leave food. The, yeah, yeah, right?
2: yeah,
3: to let go of the wheel. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah he packed it for me when uh, Sunday, Sunday, because I didn't see you at all. Yep, and I packed it for us
1: when we left. Yeah, oh, when you guys left. Yep, and it was better. Yep. Somehow,
0: nice. somehow. I
4: don't,
1: I don't know how. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm going through and be like, where the fuck is this at? He'll be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: right? We even got those two extra pads and everything, too, that you took yeah. out. I never put them back in. I was like, I don't know what, what's going on. Yeah.
0: I was like, oh, there's three extra pads here if you need to pack this. And he's like,
3: okay. And he just. I never used them. I was like, I don't know where these came, even came from. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: so. no, it's like, it's like when you're installing that chair and you're like, hmm, you got four screws here. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's exactly what
2: it's like. I'm
0: more efficient. Yeah, yeah. I made it better. Yeah.
1: Made it faster. It's either going to crash when I fucking get on it or... Yeah. Sh- shaving the weight. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah right.
0: Yeah. Shaving the weight. What don't we need? Yeah. batteries heavy heavy. Yeah. We got four of them right here. Yeah, man. I, don't I don't need yeah. two.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, the real question, though, is are the people happy we're back? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's been uh, a bit. It's been a hot minute. You know, it's kind of like uh it's like whoever, it's like who took second. It's like nobody really remembers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's like do do you remember us? We just yeah. we just want to be remembered.
1: Yeah. No, I think uh people I don't know. It's uh it was conflicting for me cuz I wanted to keep it going. Yeah. Yep. I remember these um, yeah,
4: conversations.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Off oh, conversations. Yeah. Uh, I remember these. Yep. People people don't realize, but uh Tito and I bicker a lot. <laughs> it's a friendly bicker. Uh, Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I didn't want to take a break. Tito wanted to take a break. And I get it. Like we're all burnt out. And you know, I'm a guy that doesn't know when to stop at times. So I'm glad we did. Yeah. And uh we're back way, way earlier than we wanted to. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like maybe three months or Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and my thing was with the whole break thing too. I think it was, I saw your side. but I got Tito's like, we mainly talk about racing. There's yeah. nothing going on. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I mean, um, I don't know if you guys get any compliments, but some people just like to hear us bicker.
0: Yeah. And like, <laughs> and I think that's a part of it too, is like, you know, the dynamic that we have and I, and I get it and it's fun, but I think that's also a part of it. Why I think like a small break was necessary is if mm-hmm. there's nothing going on, then all you're getting is kind of like our dynamic or like, you know, what we're doing on the weekend. And then, and then it's not really about like the, the racing or anything else that's going on. I mean, what are we going to talk about the, like NASCAR, like playoff cup. And it's like, we're not really super yeah. into yeah. it or ingrained it. I mean, we talk about F1, but even then it's like, oh, even if we me. did like Max Verstappen's got that wrapped up. So it's yeah. like, okay, what, what are we able to go yeah. on about and be able to kind of, yeah. you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. Talk no, about, no, no, no. And I totally understand yeah. that point. But like I said, just a lot of people are like, Hey, like I'd rather hear you guys' voice than not hear it. At
3: yeah. All. Cause I'm looking at the calendar but then, and but two months <laughs> we got not we got a whole month where we did nothing basically
1: yeah. yeah which like i said i'm
0: i'm happy on the contrary end that we did go that route and mm-hmm. we're back and and, and i think too like let's say hypothetically next year you know we fast forward and let's say we have a sponsor or we have something going on with this podcast then and it's like okay yeah then then once a week for sure we'll just keep yep. keep doing it you know whether it is not saying some forced obligation there, but then it's like, okay, there is incentive. I don't know if that's an a obligation. we're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Like or we, we're just like, hey, we'll, yeah. <clears throat> we'll put out a podcast. You know, we do our ad reads and stuff. But yeah, yeah. We're getting paid for it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. You know, Lyle's not driving a half hour just to talk to us.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: Uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot has happened in the month. And I guess yeah. uh, we can uh, dive right into it. Uh, we kind of talked about a pla- um, schedule, how we were going to do this podcast. So, um, and I guess we're going to stick to it. So,
0: yeah. And, and I, I don't know, like there, there was no good way to like talk about it or kind of try to plan anything that we were going to talk about, you know, first off, unfortunately, you know, Kyle LaDuke passing away mm-hmm. uh, yeah. last week. Um, definitely a big shock. Um, I know that when Keegan and Lyle and I left, Saturday night, I believe it was Saturday night. Um, He, like, we had gotten information, like, I don't know, like, his 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 health took a turn for the worst. Yeah. yeah. So, it, it was in that moment that I'm like, oh, man. <clears throat> so, I think, okay, he's off the, off chemo, off therapy. Yep. I'm wondering if that was what was keeping everything at bay, and then once he was done, it just kind of then got carried away, got crazy, and, and attacked him, and um, I don't know. In my mind, I was kind of then expecting him to not make it much longer. Mm-hmm. And when there were a few posts going around on Sunday that, you know, he had passed away, I was like, okay, like, I'm not sure yet. Because yeah. there's, there's always that one or two. I mean, look at that. Look at that post about Johnny. Yep. You know, that oh. after he got in the car. Yeah. You know, after, he got, yeah. after he wrecked. And Annie go. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm waiting to see. And then once I started seeing more and more people were kind of saying it, then it's like, okay, then then I can believe it, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, and that was something I, I don't know, I hate to say it didn't really surprise me. I think had Keegan not said anything Saturday night that he had, his health had taken a turn for the worst, <clears throat> gut punch. I think it would have been a gut punch on yep. Sunday to like find out like, oh my God. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. It's really,
1: it, what really happened. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. No, it's I almost mean,
3: like you were prepared to hear the yes, worst, you know? Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, anything like with cancer and everything, you know, you look at the survival rates and, you know, you have the miracle stories and, and, you know, and, 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 in all honesty, like I thought, you know, the way he was upbeat during the podcast and everything, you know, and how positive
0: he was, he was like one of those things where he made me a believer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And, and I think too, what we want to clarify at least from uh, from his wife's post. Yeah, I was just bringing it up he, right yeah, now. Is too. that a lot of people were saying or speculating and saying that he had lost this battle with cancer. <clears throat> and that was kind of like what we all kind of assumed, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, given that that's why he's in that state is because of cancer. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if it's a clarification thing or if it's a, a pride thing but Amber made it adamant that he did not pass away because of cancer. It was from what I understand, again, this is just me from what I've like heard or understood is that he went to SEMA, you know, he's feeling up to it.
1: He didn't even get to SEMA, I guess. Didn't even get
0: to it. Yeah. As soon as I guess when he got there, didn't feel good, Nope. got sick. And I think, you know, he was in the hospital for what, what, Eleven, 10 day, yeah, 10 10 days, a while, days? yeah. I think it was ten days, 10? eleven days. Yeah. She's and insane. and after that, that form of like you know chemo radiation, you know the the state that you're in your you know immunity, your immune system is just nowhere near where it should be. Mm-hmm. Yep. so you're super susceptible to any sort of sickness, and with it being November, mm-hmm. you know in the United States it gets colder, you know flu season. I don't know what the cause of it was. Yeah. that that got him sick. But I think the cause of death, from what I understand, was a heart attack, like yep. a like cardiac Cardiacous. arrest. Yep. Yeah. So whatever he had become sick with is what kind of then yeah you know um caused him to to pass away, unfortunately. Yep. And um you know obviously whenever something like that happens, it is it sucks. It it really mm-hmm. is a bummer. It it was a bummer of a car ride going down to San Felipe. Yeah. On Sunday at least in our vehicle it yep. was it was a bummer yep, for same. for a bit. And uh yeah, I mean it, I don't know. I, I I know people feel differently about everything that's happened with it mm-hmm. with it being like oh he lost pedal cancer. Well then, you know, his wife being very, you know, adamant and kind of um What's the word I'm looking for? Like, like almost kind of, I don't want to say lashing out. Yeah. But really being adamant and, and having strong words that it wasn't because, you know, of cancer. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, like I said, we all know Kyle, Kyle's a prideful guy Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's just one of those things that it it sucks. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, especially in the racing community sucks for all of us, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and you know, we were lucky enough to have him on this podcast numerous times and I still remember the first time he fucking came on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I remember how nervous. I, well, no, I wasn't even here for it. Got no, me. you I mean, weren't. Were. Yeah. 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 God damn, I had to miss it. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid kid. No, i just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But even then, no. I
3: remember when we did rush and oh, we were yeah. like, do we even ask Laduke if he wants to be part of this? Like, cause yeah. we're all nervous. Like we looked up to him and it's like, should we even go over there and ask him? And then we did. And then he was all for it. You know, from there on, he was basically back in anything that we wanted to do with him. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was a big supporter. Yeah.
1: Big supporter. I mean, even just uh, texting and, mm-hmm. and going through like the DMs between the, the, you know, just messaging each other. And he's always like, yeah, man, we'll try to find a backer, get back to me. Even when he was sick, you know, he was still trying to help us out, help us out, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know. I, I think it was uh yeah.
3: And I think the way why well, the dynamic worked with all of us and him is cause he loved to talk shit. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we, yeah. we gave it right back to him. Yeah. yeah. Like we weren't afraid to say anything back to him and yeah. he'd just look at us like we're stupid.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, that and that's and that's for sure what was fun is that uh, you were able, like you said, to talk shit and kind of joke around with him and, mm-hmm. and like not take each other, like, too seriously. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like,
1: we could ask the questions, and he would just be like, yeah, this," and be like, are you sure about that?
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, the whole, and, like, oh, you know, would you triple into to, to E-R-X? Yeah, that yeah. was that was the first one that I was like, okay, like, yeah. because I know he's <laughs> yeah. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and I laughed, yeah. and I'm like, okay, like, he's not, because, I don't know, he almost has that, like, intimidating aura about mm-hmm. himself, you know, that, that you're just like, okay, he, he's not afraid to speak his mind, you know, we'll, will shit talk you and we'll do it like with the dude next to you mm-hmm. or yeah. with the dude next to him, you know, yeah. it was CJ, Johnny, you know, whoever it may be, and not afraid to say it while you're next to him. Yo, yeah. And it, there's just something about that. Then you're like, Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> man, what's he going to say? Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so it, it's, it, it's super um, again, like lucky, grateful, fortunate to have had him on the podcast to, you know, have him be a guest, have mm-hmm. him be, you know, our expert off-road analyst, you know, that whole idea was his, Yep, he's the one who reached out to us and was say, like, Hey, like, you know, could we do, would you guys do a, um, a, a portion or a section of your podcast where that it's dedicated to just like breaking down like the off-road aspects of it. And he's like, I'd, I'd love to, to do it. And we're like, yeah, yeah man. Like, yeah,
1: I mean, absolutely. even,
0: yeah, even him just to sit down on Saturdays, Sundays <clears throat> when the races
1: were going on and to like watch all yeah. the races that mm-hmm. we were going to talk about. Yeah. And even like he was ready. Like we didn't, yeah. like we didn't give him questions or anything. We just like, Hey, what do you think about this? And he'd be like, Oh yeah. And, You know, he just pop off on his uh, thinking and the way he would do stuff and everything, and yeah, I don't know. I think it was a good dynamic. Yeah. Um, I said very grateful that you know, um, at least we like people could go back and listen to it. Yeah,
0: yeah, like those. Because
1: in theory, I don't know how many
0: interviews he's done before this. I think he had done some. I think he had started to do more podcasts after. Um, you know that he had found out the diagnosis of things. Yeah, yep. and because uh, I know he was on a, another podcast or two from just what I was able to see, like in in his story and what he was mm-hmm. able to share. And it's like, who knows what else he was on from what he didn't share. Yeah, yep. and I I don't know, man. I think I think that's admirable to to go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when you know, like something like that. It's like stage four terminal whether you're extending it five years or extending it five months for him to be able to stay as upbeat and positive to pushing the sport forward right up until the end is I think admirable. Yeah. People, I think in that situation you're like, Hey, like this is, this is like a terminal thing, like a short term thing where people may, you know, withdraw, you know, just stay in their homes, not really spend time with their family, not want to be out, in public, because that does take a lot of energy. Yeah, yep. and he had always said like on how much that took out of him the the treatment and stuff. Mm-hmm. So for him to do what he did all the way, you know, until the last day, I think was admirable. Yeah, I, yeah, oh and- yeah. It just shows the type of person he
3: is. Like, like you yeah. said, he never backed down from anything. He's just like I'm. I made this
0: promise. I said I was going to do this. I'm going to do it. In the only bummer of it is i mean obviously hindsight's always 2020 20, is that you know you wish that he didn't go to sema mm-hmm. like some of that you know pridefulness yeah might, might be the reason why we're talking about it right mm-hmm. now yeah. unfortunately yeah and it's it, it, because a part of me does it's was a little upset by it because i'm like man like you got to know that like like why'd you go? Your, yeah. yeah, your immune system is not where mm-hmm. it should be, and 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 again, I I admire that to a point, and it's just, and it sucks. Yeah, like, like it 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 sucks. It it's a bummer and it hurts.
1: Yeah, or even the other side around, maybe he did feel like a hundred bucks. Yeah, and he was like, man, I'm going to see my. I feel really good. I'm going, and he just yeah, just bit him.
0: Yeah, and like you said though, to to have those podcasts, to have those conversations, to. I know have them integrated in was, was amazing. Yeah. You know, eternally grateful. Um, I, I know I never would have thought like, if you were told 2019 in earlier Tito, like, Hey man, one day you're going to be doing a podcast section with Kyle Duke. You're going to be exchanging messages with him as if mm-hmm. you guys were friends. I would have told you you're out of your fucking mind. You yeah. Know? Because I mean, even before 2019, he still obviously had that, Mm-hmm. Aura about yep. him, yeah, and it's like you know he he doesn't he's not like a hey you know buddy buddy kind of <laughs> guy yeah. to everybody.
1: Well, like you said, I mean everything was secretive under his tent. Yeah, you know, no cameras while the body was off. You know, he would always pull his tent up and cover it, and you know, and I guess uh, as even me, I'm like, can we even talk to him?
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs>
1: you know, and I remember I was like, I was like, should I? And I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to. And then mm-hmm. I was like, Tito, go ask him.
0: Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> I, I don't know. And, and I, <laughs> this is going to sound really weird, but I was like, oh, I'll go ask him. Cause the worst he's going to say is no, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to get rejected, which I mean. Used to that. <laughs> I'm used to that. He goes, <laughs> you know, used to going up to women, uh, and I was like, "Oh, he's yeah. just he's just a hot girl." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's he gonna say? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, darn. <laughs> so I kind of went in like thinking he was gonna be like, "Ah, you know, no, nah, I don't really want to be a part of it." But I was like, and this is where I think you would hate being in my head, and you've said it before. I'm thinking all this going over there, like, "Oh, he's probably gonna say no," and I was like, "But I can't." I can't go in with that mentality because then when I ask him, it's going to be like, Hey man, do you want to like be on like rush or do you want to do it? It's going to come across as like, I don't believe in what I'm saying right now. Yeah. So then I had to change my mentality where I was like, he's I'm going to make him say yes. Yeah. So I held him down. No, I'm no, not, yeah. <laughs> So uh, no, I went over and asked and uh, yeah, dude, he was all for it mm-hmm. and could not believe it. And then we were off to the races and it was super, um, like I said, yeah, super fun,
1: super enjoyable. It was like one of those, uh, not even dreams, but it was like one of those bucket lists where it was like, even throughout the seasons, it was always like, Hey, you want to come in, grab something to eat, drink, anything, do yeah. you want anything? And it was just like, you know, I was like, Oh my God, me, <laughs> you know, like, and I'm not saying like, and not saying that he's better than any other of the racers pits or anything, but it was just like, it was cool to be invited. To have that trust from him. Was, yeah, exactly. was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just because he was so secretive.
3: You know, yeah. Like I said, we would drive by and then he would always say one liner to us as we're yeah, driving by yeah. him. Like, are yeah. you too cool to stop by me or something? Yeah. As we right. just drive right
0: past yeah. him. Yeah. Or he'd flip us off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd look, I'd like wave and he just flip me off. Yeah. he say, like, all right, man, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Friday. <Yeah. laughs> uh, but no, again, um. Super super bummer deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, super unfortunate. And one hell of a career. One hell of a career, yeah. man.
1: You know, over a hundred wins, seven championships, pro four championships, yep. pro
0: four championships,
1: what six, pro light.
0: I mean, definitely or going pro-
3: down in. Was to say pro light long jump at Bark River?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Like even that, just having stories like that
0: told. Yeah, you know,
1: like I yeah that. You know that shit's crazy.
0: Yeah, like, absolutely wild to like hear about that. And and,
1: and what sucks is that, like I said, I, I you know we always wish for more time, but like we wish for more time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, yeah. to hear cool stories like that out of the woods, just back in the day type stories, and yeah, you know, even to figure out that he was a mountain biker, a pro mountain biker. Yeah, you know, it was mm-hmm. wild him and him and Todd. You know, I mean, is it Todd?
0: Yeah, his brother Todd. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. so you know, it's just like it's like crazy st- stuff like that, that you just find out just by conversating with him.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. I mean, like you said though, hell of a career, mm-hmm. hell of a way, you know, to, uh, to, to put your name in, in off road. Um, I mean, he's right up there with, you know, unfortunately guys like Rick Husman. you know, with, with him leaving early, Yep. you know, Jason Baldwin leaving early, mm-hmm. Kyle mm-hmm. Duke, you know, unfortunately leaving early. Um, but again, you know, Heroes You know or What is it The Heroes are forgotten Legends never die Yep And I mean You, you gotta think man The Kyle of Duke is Never gonna go away Oh yeah mm.
1: Yeah I still remember The first time Like we Me and Lyle Like he when he officially Like hit us up And Lyle got a cool video Of him backing into Gravel Pit Corner Yeah mm. And I'm like Ooh this is a good way To make money <laughs> 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 Oh we
0: can't release That clip Yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah I, you know our uh, we had we had done the post i think we're gonna do a little little video tribute to to kyle Leduc. i know that we have stuff out there yep mm-hmm. um but i you know again what we said in our post um you know in the meantime is like again um uh, you know thoughts condolences out to everyone in the in the Leduc family all of his friends family members everyone that's that's known him you know yep, and that yep. was affected by it you know we are it's, it's a bummer. Yeah. Definitely saddened by it. Um, and, you know, we just uh, hope, hoping to hear more crazy Kyle LaDuke stories as, sure. as time goes on because you know that they're out there. Yeah. And just got to appreciate every single one that you hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: No, exactly. And if uh, I guess they have a website where they're selling merch and everything. Yep. Yeah. ninety uh, nine. Yeah, dot 99com or Kyle LaDuke99? Yeah.
0: I'm not sure, like, what it is. Um, I know that I saw it, like, being shared, but I didn't, like, see the the website i know like champ had had shared it yeah as well so um yeah the Lyle's yep, looking, looking it up, up. right now
3: well, let me see let me see it's under 99duke.com
0: 99duke.com 99duc.com all right all right they've got all sizes up to 7x no yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no go ahead and uh, uh get that merch Support him uh, support him, support his family. Um, fortunately it's a gentleman leaving his uh, wife and kids behind. So yep. uh, you know, every little bit helps. Um I know that we'll probably uh you know partake in that as well and yeah mm-hmm. and rock that merch till it falls off the the color of the shirt. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: Um
0: and then uh also, you know, doing this podcast when we're doing it, we all know why you're here. We all know what you want to talk about. Yeah. Know, and it's Baja. Yeah. Yep. yep. Nothing else. Nothing
3: Nothing else
1: has happened. Nothing.
3: No
0: news. Breaking news. happened. Nothing worth reporting. Has happened in the champ off-road world. That's right. We nothing. We here at Impulse don't waste anybody's time. Mm Nope. At all. When we say we're gonna do something, high percentage chance we're gonna do it. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 We don't. Blow smoke up people's asses and lie. That ain't about often. us. That ain't us. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Couldn't be us. Couldn't be me. Mm-mm. but for real uh we will not be talking about AOE and MAO this week um we don't know enough information yet to kind of just say anything other than what you guys know out there yeah Mm
1: -hmm. and we can go out there and speculate stuff too yeah you know I mean we could say what we learned and what we've heard but nothing insane yeah that's all
0: just like hearsay you know yeah and we can do a whole portion of it next week or the week after that or sometime in the future yep. um, where we can offer our, you know, thoughts Insight. and opinions on yeah. it. Yeah. And, yeah. And Cause I,
1: you know, I've gotten so many questions from that too. Like, Oh, new schedule. Are they going to take on the two Crandons? It's kind of going to do their own thing. Um, you know, what is champ going to do now is, Like, is Champ laughing at everyone else? Is everyone going to be begging for Champ's forgiveness? You know, it's like, I I don't know any of that.
0: Yeah. Don't know any of it. (laughs) And like you said, whether uh, uh, right after the season, obviously, you know, there's that announcement of it and people asked us like, oh, what are you guys going to do? It's like, we're going to go where clients take us. Yep, The money takes us. Mm -hmm. Like if it was in Champ, if it was in that AOE series, we were going to go. Like we were planning on... Yeah, we're still having planning. a crazy fucking schedule Yeah, year. Yeah, we were to hit up both series basically.
1: Yeah, yeah we're still mm-hmm. gonna do both series if it allowed us to. Yeah. Like whether yeah. we were there to work or whether we're there to spectate spectate. spectate yeah. yeah. We're still gonna support both series yeah. and be there and have fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They uh they added a second Lena and I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Right up the road, <laughs> Yeah. get that leash out. Yeah, <laughs> it's two times. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, like, "Fuck, man, I'll go to Lena again. I like, I'll have a good time." <laughs> I, I, dude, I don't even care. I, I enjoy going to Lena as a spectator. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah as a spectator,
0: it is. As nice. a spectator, yep. Yeah. Not, yeah. you know, not working it. Not working. It. <laughs> yeah, no. It was just good. yeah, tough track to shoot on. Yep,
1: it is. I feel like. I don't know. I'm always conflicted between shooting and spectating a sport that I've been a part of shooting for such a very long time. Are you in work mode then whenever that happens? Uh, Not in work mode, but I'm fantasizing, if you will. Oh, okay. You know, it's like that part of my brain can't shut off and it sucks. Yeah. But I did highly enjoy it. The thing about
3: that track, though, is if you want to work it, you can get everything you need oh, in yeah. like a practice and qualifying session. Yeah. And then you're basically repeating everything because you're it's but like, we're you limited.
1: Ho- yeah. Then you're hoping like, oh man, I hope Kyle Calgary's crash and hits a tire. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: it's a white yeah. tire. <laughs> just that out there a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> yeah you just start creating you stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You start putting in his head, hey, remember, hang out wide
3: on turn three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good passing line out yeah. there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but no, um, yeah, so hopefully we'll have some guests on the air next week or in the next couple weeks. Yeah. We Uh, should have one. He said he would be on, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have, uh, yeah, we have a big, big one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Reel them in. Yeah. Yeah, We got them. (laughs) We got them. Finally got them. But no, um, yeah, I just don't want to start rumors or start anything I don't want to gaslight anybody
0: so. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, there we go. Outside
1: of this table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and I wish we could I wish we could talk about it and tell you guys what we know but obviously um you guys take our word very seriously.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we
1: told you what we knew and it turned out to be wrong,
3: we'd get blamed.
0: Yeah. yeah. We'll get in yeah. trouble. Yeah. 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 Get another email. Yeah. yeah.
3: It took us three years to learn uh, that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Still taking it. Yeah. Yeah. Three more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Season
3: 89, we finally learned. Yeah.
1: <laughs> go, go. Yeah. Go, go. Uh, no. So, but- yeah, we will- Talk about it another time. Yeah. Um, but what I do know is that drivers are going to be, some drivers are going to be obviously returning to champ.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And what I
0: do know is that, no, just, <laughs> yeah,
2: he's just going to start lighting <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. off.
0: So uh, what has everyone been up to since we took our break uh, after Jay Oklahoma? After Jay, what? We shot a wedding. Shot a wedding. Yeah. 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 Wedding
1: was cool. Yeah. I mean, the people were cool. Yeah. People were super cool. Yeah. Um, I won't lie. I was like kind of sick of sleeping in another bed.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because look at that. We were, got back, what, Sunday, Monday-ish? Yep. And then a couple days later, we had to leave again. Got back. A weekend. Late late Sunday.
1: Yeah. Late Sunday. Had a few days. Packed up. Left. Again. Yep. And then- Got, got back from- like
3: Saturday. We were like, we're just driving home. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're like, fuck it. But well, no, Shadow Wedding, which was awesome. Like like you said, people were fucking awesome. You know, they were It made us feel yeah. like we're part of the wedding almost. Yeah. Like they yeah. didn't yeah. care.
3: We they had no idea who we were. They yeah. hired Kitsman, but yeah, they hired shows uh, up. Yeah. Here we
1: show up. Three
2: natives yeah. of blonde hair yeah. show up. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that one got <laughs> a mohawk? <Yeah.
1: laughs> uh and uh we shot our asses off. Yeah. Uh Maybe too, too much.
0: Yeah. Probably. A <laughs> lot of footage. Yeah. yeah I Got excited excited. Yeah, because <laughs> it was, what, a terabyte and a half? It was a Dude, three and a half. It was
1: almost two. It was like, it was like 1.58 terabytes. But I was like, holy freak, you guys. <laughs> yeah,
2: Holy
1: man. Like, that's for one day. <laughs> oh. Like, we don't shoot that in one weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like you don't want to miss anything. That's yeah, what I was yeah. thinking. I
3: was
0: like, I got to capture everything because- this could be gone again. Like, yeah, Lyle had to dump footage halfway through the day. No, well, I dumped everyone's footage. Yeah, all of day. us. Yeah, dumped was us. Like, Lyle had what like two sixty-one
1: or two eighty-one, yeah, yeah two hundred eighty-one yeah. clips. I'm like, I looked at them, and I was like angrily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you shooting? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. There was no happy. I could have shot like hundred. He's like, what are you doing? You
3: need <laughs> yeah. to shoot
0: more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all all your shit at one twenty. What the fuck? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, it was that it was an experience. And uh, if anyone wants uh weddings done.
0: Yep. We can do it. We're your guys. Yep. Yep. 30,000. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, we're reasonable price now. We're, yep. we're not shooting for the moon no more. Yeah. Mm. We're broke. Yeah. Yep. no. <laughs> yep.
0: Here's the thing. You get what you get. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Give us yeah. some food
0: and we'll do it. Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Please.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no. So that was fun. And like I said, it was fun hanging out with Kitsman and Jeremy. Mm-hmm. And everybody. And then obviously going to Kitsman's new place and checking that out. Yep. Yeah. It was cool. And yep. his journey of life and what he's expecting and everything. So yep. it was awesome to 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 enjoy that. Enjoy the moments almost yep. outside of off-road. You know, then we crashed at other wedding. So yeah, yeah, we just yeah, we to another one. Yeah, there, yeah,
0: there are people kind of like looking at us, like who the fuck are these <laughs> like, guys? Dude, these guys know yeah.
1: who knows these guys. Yeah,
3: it's like, it just a
0: group of five people standing around like laughing, and they're like, we don't know any of these. Fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but we, no, it, it was good. It was fun. Um, that uh, that first wedding, we took that picture. Yeah, <laughs> all stoic. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we took the Polaroid picture where we do. We were like native stoic. Yeah, yeah. like. No no smiles, like, no emotion like no nothing. A sitting bull face yeah. kind of yeah, like mm-hmm. stoic. Yeah. It was all chiefed out. Yeah. <laughs> and we just stared at the camera, uh, took a picture, and then we put it in their book and we were like, We promised we had fun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Impulse media. Uh, yeah.
1: No. And then after that, I am mean, as far as me, it's been more like self work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, out of us three, obviously I'm the more emotional one. So, mm-hmm. but I also handle majority of the stress too. Yeah, like I have to yeah. make sure everything's in order. You know, handle the money side, everything. And so, uh, it really got to me at the end of the season. And you know, again, like I said, I'm glad that we took the break and you know really focused on myself. And you know, again, if you guys are listening, I'm sorry if I haven't done anything. As far as editing <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry Yeah So And I'm back No <laughs> And I'm back you know, And I'm back I've been editing all week And it, it's fun I think that was the biggest thing Was like I had to find the fun again mm-hmm. You know Because usually you're just Putting out edits And You're just going with the flow More than anything You know yeah. like, Oh you find a song like, Okay like I'll just match to the beat Or sometimes you're not even Matching the beat You just fucking Yeah just it just do it Yeah, and, yeah. And I was, wasn't was enjoying it. We even came to a point where, like, I guess as far as me, it was like, do I even want to do this anymore? Yeah. So, you know, I had the conversation with both of you, and I am just like, I think I'm done. <laughs> like, I don't want to be, I don't want to do this anymore. I yeah. want a normal life. Yeah. And then, obviously, that was just, like, my therapist talking to me and everything. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't know anything other than this. And I love what I do. And I definitely have to be appreciative where we're at in life and, and, you know, just, uh, yeah, just have fun with it and enjoy the company of my brothers and, you know, just keep moving forward after that. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and then <clears throat> I know that you also said in, in October, just the weekends that we had, like we, we spent actual weekends here, Yeah, you know, where it was like me and you and me you and Leon, or, you know, just kind of like with our friends where we actually spent time here in Green Bay. Yeah. Yep. And
1: well, and now, yeah, like I said, and that was one of those things where, you know, you already lived on, we'll say, this side of the state for a couple weeks. And then obviously me owning a house, and then I was like, oh, shit, dude. Like, we got two weeks to move into another apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And then that all hit me. And then I never really got to process anything during the summer. Um, you know, the new life down here, the new scenery. Um, still having the house up north, so I had the mortgage on that, and, you know, it was just everything all at once, you know, new friends, everything, and, you know, and I let it get to me, I let it get to me at at Fall Crandon, and then, then that's when I realized, oh, shit, I need somebody (laughs)
2: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i like i oh, faded you. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, I was really don't kill yourself. I mean,
2: yeah. don't kill some yeah. <laughs> of the books were for a friend. Yeah,
1: but no, but other than that, you know, like I really became a big advocate about mental health and everything. And mm-hmm. you know, everyone does it differently. You know, I just finally found what I needed. And you know, like, and it was cool to see you guys experiencing that growth and that change. Of the way, like, even how I was coming off at times, you know, so, you know, again, like I said, it's, it's fun, you know, coming up to what we're about to talk about, you know, I had to, like, that was a lot of trust for me, you know, so, um, glad we did it, um, now we're back on the podcast, back to the future, yeah. and, uh, yeah, let's just keep, uh, fucking rolling, so, and I gotta watch my (laughs) F-bombs, so, my bad. You gotta watch your, (laughs) you gotta watch your what? My F-bombs. Why? Some people say I say it too much.
4: Fuck.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, man. We <laughs> golfed,
0: yeah. too. Oh, I forgot shit. about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> We did 50 we did. tacos. Oh, yeah. yeah, we did yeah. 50 tacos. 50 tacos in half holes. holes. Content thieves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, uh,
1: Content killers.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did that. We got to yeah, keep, yeah. keep that on because uh, I know that golf thing is going to take longer than it should because we got to call Keegan here in mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. three minutes. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. But what,
1: I know I took majority of what we've been up to, but.
0: No, um, no, no, no. That's fine. Like even like we'll after Keegan. If we whatever we don't hit about our Baja experience, we'll talk about the Baja experience, and we'll talk about yeah, um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Then uh, then the, the fifty tacos, yeah, well. yeah, that was dumb. Because then we went on break right after that, didn't we?
1: What do you mean? Oh yeah, that was like our last filming. Yeah, like we we're mm-hmm. like, hey, let's get this filming done, and then yeah, we I edited that like a month later. <laughs> so. Dude, you you
0: you cranked that out fast. I'm not even gonna lie; like, I was impressed by how fast you got it done. Yeah, no. With like, because yeah, I know. I'm yeah, good. I'm good. Nah. With dude, with like the editing, I was like, it's like, how long is it? And he's like, oh, 47 minutes. It's like, you, you already done? He's like, yeah, I'm just creating the graphics for this. Just, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, that would have taken me fucking six months to do.
1: I was even, I was so fucking butthurt about that too. Well, Oh, because oh, I got done with the video, we we watched the full 52 minutes of it, and then at the end, he was like, you know what, I would put in. <laughs>
0: He's like, got ideas now, yeah. he goes. I was just watching. I was like, hey, are you going to put in any like uh, graphics or anything like that? <laughs> and he just looked at me, and I was like, well, I, I, I said, hey, your video, you fucking, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with whatever. <laughs> are you the boss now? Yeah. <laughs> and I think we went and got
1: food, right? I think we got dinner. I, I think I was just hungry. He asked the question at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, then, <laughs> and the next day, like, I think we were out here in the morning. He's like. Thought about what you said last night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do it. He's like, you're probably right. Yeah. I'll just hang it. <laughs> Let my emotions get the best of me. Yeah,
1: I, dude, uh. I was pissed, man. I, like, I was extremely pissed when he said that. because so I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Because <laughs> I knew how much work I was going to yeah. do. Yeah. But I was like, graphics and
0: shit. Yeah, but I was like, forever.
1: ah, I was like, no one. I was like, it'll probably be another three hours. I was like, I got all
0: day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What else am I gonna Dude, to uh, Yeah, as far as like those graphics went, like I, I feel like you went above and beyond like what I would have done. I would have just tried to like do something that was like a, a template in that you went and made like your whole thing and you were just like, (laughs) like like was like damn. I was like, this is really good. And no, I, I don't know if I'd like even said that or not, but I was super impressed with like how fast you got it done. Mm -hmm. The graphics, like I was super impressed. I was like, God damn, he's back. Slow down my computer. Slow down my computer. Yeah. <laughs> I got all those graphics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would have been done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna go buy a whole new computer. You yeah. <laughs> fried it. Yeah. Uh, 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 but no, speaking of slow computer. Speaking of slow? slow. Oh, no. don't even get me started,
1: man. Fuck that shit. Oh, wow. Damn, he couldn't even edit on dude, it on. So, I was so fucking pissed, dude. Yeah, I have no idea. I was looking at fucking Casey and I'm like, I'm about to fucking smash this. Computer. <laughs> <laughs> and I even text, I even text Tito. And I don't know if it was a smart ass response. So I was like, bro, is there a secret to editing on your computer? He's like why? What's wrong with it?
0: And I'm like, you know what's wrong Yeah, with it. I was like, oh, so you just got to keep trying to drag it onto the timeline. That's yeah. all. And then, and then
1: I was like, your computer's slow. He's like, well, your computer's slow. And I'm like, it's not the time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not the time no more. <laughs> He's like, I better stop. Yeah. I, I didn't even respond to that. No, you did not. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, you must have figured it out. Yeah, no, no.
1: Cause it was like, you click on the thing. It was like, click, 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 click. And then. You know, usually on, on our laptops, you know, you just click in and dragons
2: and
1: <laughs> you know, right there. Click in and dragon. And I'm like <laughs> 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 Why, what where, where is it? All right, I'm gonna give uh So are we buying a call. Yeah. We need to buy a new one. Yeah. So we're gonna yeah. so moral of the story, we're buying a new
0: computer. Oh. Hello. 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 No Hello. introduction right now because we're gonna try to patch in those other fools.
1: Hola, hola, <laughs> hola. hola. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, excuse us if we have some technical difficulties here.
4: No yeah. hablo inglés. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> agua, uh, agua, agua. So you, you should be able to
1: hit oh, the plus sign. Yep, add. Okay. Then you should. We're talking yeah, through be, this. Be add, add the one the that will that will pick up first.
0: So and then I just hit call right. Yep.
4: Okay. Yeah, it'll be better with all of us. Yeah. Be-
0: so then phone.
1: Yeah. Right, here we go. Let's here I'll put Keegan on hold. Oh, then once he answers it. Oh, okay.
0: That's why I said you should do. Yellow. Hello, Ryan.
5: Hello, Cheeto.
0: Hold on. Two seconds. There we go. We got the merge there call. We are.
5: Okay. Yep. Can you do it again?
0: Yep. We got Keegan and Ryan. Uh, I don't think I can. Oh, I can. Yeah. Hola. 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 Okay. Uh, we're going oh, so <clears> to.
1: <throat> is Doug know that we're coming? Yes. Okay. Coming. All right. Yep. Oh, uh, coming. He knows Doug we're coming. He kind of
4: runs on Indian time too. So. <laughs> yeah,
3: he knows. He's like, damn, they're calling early. Yeah. All
0: right. I'm going to call this guy.
1: All right. We're going to put you on hold. Turn, like, is, can you turn your volume up? Up. I need
0: it up.
2: Oh, wow.
1: Damn.
3: <laughs> People listening in the cars are going to get their speakers blowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just swerve off the road. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, I knew this guy wasn't no, going to. Of course it's man. Doug. See? Course it's Doug. Man. See? Of course it's Doug.
5: Oh, he's oh. calling
0: now. Oh, see, now... Uh, yeah, you gotta say
5: you're gonna call us, or if we need to call you. I
0: don't know. Do I hit end and accept, or hold and accept? No, you.
5: And- you're gonna have to call him.
1: Yeah, you
0: have to call him. Oh, okay. Okay. I wonder if he was like,
1: "Oh wait, <laughs> he's like." I'm well,
5: wondering. yeah, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, is he calling me or? He's oh, a rookie.
0: Hey, hey, this is my first iPhone. Lay off me. <laughs> iPhone eight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Then we just. Hello. Hello. How's it
0: going? Oh, my God. You Good. Hold on. Let me uh, let me try Trans- to patch <laughs> you guys in. Yeah. Let me transfer you. <laughs> oh, no. It, won't. it doesn't say merge calls. No. Yeah. Here, try it. Oh, shit. Sh- 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 We're trying to figure this out, Doug. Huh. Showed
1: up. Oh, hello. 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 Oh, my God. I think we can only do uh, two people. Two people.
5: No what about, way.
1: What about FaceTime? How did we do this last time?
5: Just do it all FaceTime. Yeah. Audio.
3: Yeah. FaceTime yeah. audio? That's how we did it with, yeah. when we were okay. all on the phone, weren't we? Alright.
5: All right. Well, right. One all right. more time. Right. Two right. seconds. You, all right. All right. You, don't, you don't necessarily have to do video. Just do FaceTime audio.
1: Oh, Okay. All okay. Alright. Right. Hey, Doug. All right. Wait, wait. Sing up. On Hello, Doug? <laughs> 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 no, Ryan. Nope. Hello? <laughs> yeah. <you did>. <laughs> <laughs> just <ended> <laughs> ended hey, we'll end it all. Over. End it all. Doug will FaceTime you. Okay.
3: We're starting over. <laughs> 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 FaceTime audio. Oh, what
2: a fucking <laughs> <joke>. <laughs> How did we get on that call
3: last time? People fucking listen to more us. <laughs> when we were discussing Baja plans, remember there was like five of us on that Oh, call? no, that was... That uh, was like a Zoom. That mm. Zoom. Zoom.
1: Mm. Mm. I mean, I, no, we don't want to mm. do that again. No. Because everyone has to... No. FaceTime audio. All
3: right, here we go. One more
0: time.
1: Can you FaceTime everybody?
0: Yeah, I'm putting in their numbers. (laughs) All right. So then we'll just turn off the camera then. Yeah.
4: Hello. Hello.
0: Hello. Oh, my God. We've got them all. All of them. So if you guys want, you can turn off your camera. So I don't have to fucking look at you. Yeah. uh,
5: Turn off your camera, Tito. You look like you're sucking something. Oh, wow. <laughs> we are live <laughs> and
4: welcome.
0: <All> right.
4: <laughs> and uh, no, 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 Tito, show, show Doug your blanket first.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, uh, it's in the dirty trash or the basket.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh, oh he oh, oh. like,
0: threw it away. I mean, the dirty basket. What, what blanket? Oh, <laughs> what uh, blanket? <laughs> I got
5: up close and personal with it.
0: Oh yeah, Ryan got Ryan got it for sure. He got to cuddle with it.
5: It's more like a towel, though. Oh,
0: <laughs> it is. It's like a torpedo size. It's like a baby blanket. But uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here we are. Here's our guests uh, for the episode for the day. We have uh, Keegan Kincaid, Doug Mateig, and Ryan Edwards from Vision Wheel. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and talk about. Ba- the Baja 1000, our experiences and, uh, how the boys did, uh, they took, uh, the 1899 UTV of the, uh, pro open, uh, and dude, they did it. They completed it. Um, I guess the biggest thing I would like to ask Doug is when you were building it, how certain were you that this thing was going to finish?
6: Um, <laughs> 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 uh, <Very> confident <laughs> definitely the longest race that any of you know my cars have ever done so um you know my car i've i put 1200 miles um on my car you know in a row like drivetrain and all that kind of stuff before but it, you know with breaks in between you know do a 200 mile race and then go Go have fun with out in Glamass. Go have fun with Alcatia and stuff. But never directly straight. You know, barely shutting the car off for five seconds and then firing it back up. Thirteen hundred miles straight's a pretty insane feat. So we uh we definitely that was our biggest worry in the shop. You know, we had you know this thing's been getting built for a while, but you know we we didn't plan on racing the first race it did to be uh thirteen hundred mile Baja one thousand. So. <laughs> In the, the last couple of weeks, we were like, every single thing we could think of got paint pinned and torqued to the right spec and just trying to make sure that there was no flaws.
0: Uh, Keegan or Ryan, what was your confidence level that this Doug Matag build would make it the whole way?
5: Just just based off of looks, I was pretty confident. The thing looks like a
4: rocket ship. Yeah, I know Like Doug's built really nice stuff, even in the short course side of it. So like, I felt confident. It was more of the you know, this was my first ever UTV race. So I didn't know what to expect, you know, we basically <laughs> had the stock engine and everything. And, and to be honest, like I was really impressed. Like uh, Bert ended up buying a, a pro R on the way down a four seat. And he, we were all worried Tito, you were with us and Ryan. And- yeah. I think that helped calm, uh, calm Keegan's nerves.
5: Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and <For> so, sure.
4: <laughs> so we ran in a stock car for pre-running and, You know, we were like, I hope (laughs) this lasts. And, and, uh, no, they, you know, we were, we didn't have any problems with that car at all. And even Doug's car, no, nothing, you know, major went wrong. And, and to be able to finish was a feat in itself. Uh,
0: I'd like to ask all of you, all of you guys, then, uh, Keegan and Ryan, uh, Keegan was driving. Ryan was the co-pilot and Doug was going to do the, uh, fourth section, uh, of the thousand, uh, there were two drivers. Yeah. The th- yeah. The 1300. Yeah. He was like, get that right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There don't, were, uh. Don't short play it. <laughs> there were two drivers ahead of you, uh, Kyle Ahrensberg and Rick Johnson, a part of your team. Um, honestly, what was your guys' uh, confidence level in them getting you the car, Keegan, and then also Doug getting the car to Keegan and then Keegan getting the, the vehicle to you?
4: Yeah, no, I, I, um. Uh, I actually had a lot of confidence, you know, Rick's been down there and Kyle's driven enough. And, you know, I think that was the game. Yeah, how, many, how
5: many, how many 1000s did Rick say he's done? 13, this was his 13th. I
4: think he said, uh, yeah. So, and, and so it's pretty solid. I felt confident. Obviously he's never driven that car before. So, um, that was something that was uh, obviously like questioning, but he's a smart, smart guy. And, you know, they did their job, you know, they had minor issues, got us a car, and um, you know my issue was basically don't pee in Doug's seat and give him a wet seat. <laughs> we really had to concentrate
5: on that catheter place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was stoked that I didn't get into a wet seat. That was that was a big deal for me. Me, me and Keegan had a, a tally going on how many times we both win. So, <laughs>
6: <coughs> to, to, on that subject, um, I, I was. So when the car got to me, the, the floorboard was literally like four inches taller than it normally is, just due to silt and mud and, and everything. Like that. and, uh, so, uh, that's what that's what I'm getting to. So I I didn't I didn't think about that at first. I thought it was just mud and silt and stuff. So I start I start shoveling this stuff out. <laughs> I start shoveling this stuff out with my with my hand and I, and we get going. And... <laughs> no, <laughs> We, we empty a bunch of the dirt out. We get going again. And, and then uh, I have to take my first piss. And I pee and I go, Holy fuck, that's all piss mud. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even think about it. I just thought they went through a lot of mud. and I, you know, I didn't <laughs> Two and two together. But yeah, so I was shoveling through everybody's, all three drivers' piss mud. <laughs> <laughs> Revised <Yeah>. floorboard needs <laughs> a drain hole. Yeah.
3: Like, like that in mile 1100.
0: That was piss yeah, I'm yeah. grabbing. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) don't rub your eyes (laughs) Jesus fucking 20 hours worth of piss
6: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly but no I I, uh, to go back to what we were talking about I mean uh, like Keegan said you know Kyle's got a lot of Baja miles and UTV miles in general Um, Rick's got a lot of um, you know Baja miles, maybe not in a UTV or our, or our car. And then, you know, Keegan's an athlete, you know, it's what he's, he's always done is is known how to, to drive and race a car. So, um, I think he understood the point of getting the car to the finish and, you know, just a lot of people doubt short course drivers that we can make stuff last and stuff. So, but, uh, I had confidence in him and, and we got the car. So, I mean, these things are sold on the, on the, you know, showroom floor at, a motorsports place, so it's pretty crazy what we were able to. A lot of the parts are stock, you know. Obviously, the chassis, and uh, I do some suspension stuff, but the whole rear suspension is mostly stock and bearings, and the motor, and we have the drivetrain gone through. But a lot of it's stock parts that you know are built for the average user that does twenty miles and lets the car sit. So, well, I think that's
5: what that what made it so easy for these guys to just jump in, like Rick, never seeing the car and drive it. You know what yeah. I mean? it's not something sure. super out of the ordinary that these guys have to drive. Yep, exactly. So,
0: um, something I uh, you kind of mentioned, Doug, was just uh, was short course, and it was something I wanted to to like ask you, uh, like interview you and Keegan. But you know, obviously after the finish line, they were really moving your car to, to to get to tech, and then we were out of lighting, and then it was just a shit show after that. But something I kind of wanted to ask both of you uh on camera and and i guess now's the, the the time to do it what does what does this finish mean for uh for guys in short course you know do you, do you think that this is something like hey like short course short course guys can do this too like they, they can do the desert and they can make it through all 1300 miles
6: yeah, I mean it's a uh, it's it's a lot different, you know for sure, and that's what's one of the hardest things for me to like accept for the desert side of it is short course. It's like everything the driver has for 15 minutes, like or, yep. or 30 minutes, like everything you got, like lay it out on the line, like best driver wins. Where where desert's not just that. Like obviously you have to be very. It's almost skilled. like playing chess. <laughs> yeah, you you have to be skilled to win in desert. I'm not saying that it doesn't take skill, but it's, it's a lot of other things on top of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've got to be fast, but you got to maintain a car. you got to have good strategy. You have to have a really good team. And, and, you know, the planning going into the race has to be very dialed in. And so it's not just a uh, go out there and drive your hardest and see, you know, I mean, see who finishes first. It's, it's a lot more than that. So if there's, it's just two different games. And, and uh, I think uh, a lot of short course drivers do good because, you know, we use every little tenth to, you know, and, and in desert, you know, people kind of like give some, some stuff up. And as far as like building a car or even driving a car where we, we, every little 10th uh, of a second
4: matters to us in our world. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I've... to piggyback off of Doug a little bit is like, I think, you know, short course is a lot of reactionary too. And I think that translated to the desert side of it. Cause like when you pre-run, like you're seeing a totally different course, obviously you're, you're marking dangers and stuff, but the trophy trucks go before us. There's three other classes, I think before us. Well, that the course changes a crazy amount. And so when you're coming up on stuff that you didn't know was going to be there. And so that's always in the back of your mind and you, be, you have to be able to react, but still stay in control. And so it was fun. Like it, it was a blast to be able to put that in. I like, obviously we were in the car. Doug was in a little bit longer than us, but like, you know, eight hours in that car is, you know, crazy. And and that's what we, I've never had that. You know, I told Doug at the end, I said, shoot, I don't think we put 1300 miles in a short course truck in five years. So So I think that was was the
5: the cool part for me is as a co-driver for Keegan was I've been with desert drivers. I've been with moto guys, like I've seen it all. And to jump in with him, but thinking, oh, this is going to be a wild ride. And then all of a sudden he's like meticulously like, all right, we got to get through this section, but the next section will push. And then like the Bay of L.A. area, he's like, we can go real fast here for him to like click that into his mindset just right off the bat and not be just a hot shoe was cool for me to see because... You know, he could have just got in that thing and gone as fast as he can, and we'd blow the fucking wheels off it. But he he definitely took you know all our input when we were pre-running, like, hey, let's figure out where we can go faster and where we just need to get through it. And yeah, it, it was cool.
4: Yeah, <clears throat> I appreciate it. And I think I think what happens too is like strategy changes. Obviously, you know, this is a long race, and I, I think when I got in the car, we were probably. 80 to a hundred miles down at that time, you know, I think we changed one axle then. And so, you know, we knew we had to push a little bit more in situations, but we also still have to get there, you know? And so it's not, it's a lot different game, like Doug's saying. And so the goal was to get, you know, Doug a car, but hopefully cut some of that time down to give him a shot, you know? And, and eventually it turns to like, all right, we just got to you know, get to where we need to. So let's finish yeah. this. <laughs> um, two flat tires
6: and no front shocks. We're just uh, bouncing our way through. Yeah, yeah I think that's right. happened, <laughs> what, what desert what desert racing comes down to. In my mind, is goes as fast as you can without breaking the car. Obviously, but yeah. finding to find that line is really yeah. hard. And it just the more experience you have in that said car and learning the car and stuff and and. <laughs> you know, Keegan, Keegan got to drive my car a little bit, but not the real race car. And he's never raced a UTV. So considering all that stuff and Ricky never even drove the car before we got in it. And, and so like all that being said, I feel like we did pretty damn good. You know? Yeah. I mean, like, you know,
4: and, and, sure. and something that happens in desert too, that's, you know, obviously pre-running, you see it, but there's so many different sections and so many different, you see a little bit of everything. Like, like Fred's tractor trails, like going into King of the Hammers, like you're, in, you're in the rocks. And then one I section, did, I did hear Keegan say, uh, whoever Fred is, he can get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you go to an another section quote. and you got, and you got silt. And then, then you got like, we're back home. We got on our roads, flat gravel. And it's just like, it, it's cool because it's, it's a testament to like, okay, you got to be able to drive everything on everything. Yeah, like,
5: I mean, you, you, you short course guys, you guys can adapt to, like you were saying, like different shocks or tires or whatever. You guys are adapting in a much quicker fashion. Yeah. But I think here, like it's just being able to change your mindset with these sections as they come along.
6: Oh, for sure.
0: Um, something <clears throat> I had uh, wanted to ask you, Ryan, um, it, it is I, I, I know you're not, like in the position of Todd, but seeing as how you are, you know, kind of representing Vision Wheel, you know, is it super common uh, for, you know, companies like Vision Wheel to kind of then uh, partner with other, uh, you know, companies, whether they're competing companies uh, or not, is it super common to kind of like uh, uh, pair up for the thousand and then kind of do your own thing for like the 250, the 400 and the 500?
5: It's, uh, the 1000 from a sponsorship standpoint is always that gray area of, okay. Like take Rob Mack, for instance, he raced with Luke McMillan for the past three years. You know, he's one of our biggest athletes. Unfortunately, he has to race on something else with Luke, but I think we all know and understand what a feat it is to race the 1000. So I think that's when it comes into play, like some stuff, kind of has to look be looked over and know that we're all representing our companies when we're, you know, in our vehicles and stuff like that.
4: Yeah. And, and even me and Doug and, right. you know, obviously we don't have There's a lot conflicts, of, conflicts. yeah. Right? Um, luckily, you know, Kyle at vision canopies you know, basically this is his car and he's the one that kind of organized most of this and got us to be able to do it. And obviously Todd and you guys are a huge part of, for me, my side of it. And it's cool how it all came together. You know, we're yeah. all from different parts and we do different things. Kyle's a big business owner. Doug builds cars like me, but he's in California. I'm in Wisconsin. And so like we had a big mixing pot of, of, of people down there. So I thought it that was
6: cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, at some point, you know, like you want more than anything, you want to be able to support your driver and, and maybe get them a win or something like that, where if there's a couple of conflicting sponsors, it's like, well, the big picture is, you know, my driver's down there and being a part right. of something, something big where, and they're representing you, you know, wholeheartedly rather than, yep.
5: It, it, it's it gotta be this, or it's gotta be that. Cause in, in the long run, if we take that position, you know, all of a sudden Keegan's not in the car because of it.
6: Yep. But that, I think that hurts us more, you know? Yeah. I, th- I think that shows a lot of depth for a company too. Like, right. not, you know, you know, it's more supporting people and supporting drivers than just a business side of it. Yeah. And I, it comes with the
5: Baja territory. I think I've, I've done sponsorship for the past 10 years and I knew every time it comes to 1000, you're going to have this kind of situation and you just kind of got to like, all right, well, If they represent us like we want them to and get through it, then we're all good.
4: (laughs) Well, that's the thing, too, is like this is like I, I, I keep telling Tito that and it's hard to explain to people that have never been there. Like even I've never been there to the thousand, but how actually long and it is like it's just ridiculous. Like we were talking about like it's for me, it's like driving from Cranon to Florida. Like it's insane hard, to think of it that way, you know. And so wow. it's it's crazy. So for someone to do it solo is is great I give like the guys on the bikes like a huge credit. The Iron Man guys are like, oh yeah, I think that guy yeah. stole insane. the show. But um, um, yeah. And so you want to the best chance to win it is obviously putting the best drivers in, and you know, and that's what Bryce and Rob and all these guys you know look to do. And so. I thought we actually had a really good shot. You know, you need obviously some luck on your side. I think that's a good part of it is too, but prep and logistics and the amount of time I I look at as like the time it takes to prep and, and do everything for the 1000 logistically is like almost a year for us in short course, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a lot of time invested. And, um, I just want people to make sure they understand that like, this is a huge feat. This was a point to point race. So, the bottom of the peninsula all the way up to the top. And so and the
5: first time they've ever done that. Yeah.
4: yeah. So to get chase trucks and crew to do that and, and volunteers to do that, um, I, I think is more important than us just driving it. So yeah. It takes Which a should, lot Menzies, of
5: people. Menzies was dropping off pre runners at every major town in Baja. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, man. I learned <laughs> that Menzies spends a little over a million just for
0: logistics. You're right. Just to but get there. I'm including race stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mind-blowing. Yeah. They, they must have had one, four, five pre-runners from the top to the bottom.
5: Yeah. yeah. And they were all yeah. in strategic locations where he could just fly in and pick it up. I was hoping he'd leave a couple and find <laughs> 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 <could, we> <laughs> yeah. the keys
0: on the great one. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I, I know we're, uh, kind of jumping around here, but I, I figured that uh, while this is on my mind, um, speaking of pissy, let's, let's talk about, uh, Keegan handing off the car to Doug. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, he goes, ah. uh,
0: this, this, this one made me like,
3: cause I was, uh, we saw Ryan getting dressed and then Keegan looks at me. He's like, Oh, like where's Tito and those guys <laughs> oh, with, you mean, you wanna, with oh, my you stuff.
2: <laughs> you you oh, want me to go oh, there?" Okay.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doug so, had no idea this was going down because he's already gone and left. Yeah.
4: So, so we're, we're eight hours into driving <laughs> and Tito and these guys do our last pit stop, um, at a tire. And I'm thinking they're going to meet us where Doug is. And, you know, we get out, we do a good change and get Doug on the road and, we turn around it's just Lyle. <laughs> like, oh, okay, maybe they brought my clothes and stuff and we'll just make a quick change there. Oh well, no, I'm uh, I'm sitting in my race suit, no shoes because we piss. <laughs> yeah, so, Those had to go in the bed. Yeah, so that went in the bed. So I'm literally chasing Doug all day with Kyle and these guys in just my race suit, no shoes, no phone, no wallet. Luckily, I had my passport on me just in case. Um, but I think that was just as tough as racing it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like so now the joke was, uh, you know, I'm gonna leave Tito. I, we were sitting at the airport, and I'm, I was like, I hope your bags don't show up.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and, I'm gonna had, make, and, and you're gonna take your shoes off and
3: walk. Around. He had PTSD when we're eating. He got up to go yeah. piss. He was just like. I'm going to be right back.
4: <laughs> yeah. And I make sure I took all my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So next time, Doug, we're going to have to add, like, where I can uh, put a change of clothes in there. <laughs> yeah. okay.
6: yeah. We'll put a roof
4: hey, rack, yeah, rope
5: rope rack. rack on there for your yeah. suitcase. Yeah, Clothes yeah. 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 so down there, man. You have to literally, like, be that guy where, like, I'm going to be a dick, but be selfish and be like, this is my bag, and I know where it's at. Because that's the only way you're going to get your stuff.
4: Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? right. But we wouldn't have these cool stories. So. Yeah. Guess, yeah uh, you know, sense. in the end, Cause it's I, I that was too. a little bit upset. I'm like, really? Because they remember <laughs> <goes> a little. <laughs> they, they remembered Kyle's stuff or I mean, Ryan's stuff. And he's no, I changed. did that all myself. Oh, okay. I like I
5: literally that morning was like, all right, I'm going to make this bag. And I'm gonna put it in my dad's truck
4: because I know Oh, but well, you be didn't give there. me a heads up. didn't give me a heads
2: up. I did remember selfish. my passport though,
4: so yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, yeah not just in case yeah, I did get back across."
3: No. Yeah. yeah, Keegan looked at me. I was like, "I don't know, man. They're not. They're going to Ensenada <laughs> right now."
4: <laughs> uh, what size shoes do you wear? Yeah.
6: <laughs> I learned. I learned that lesson uh, at the 500. Same thing. Yeah. I like. I didn't think about that. that was the last, and I was the yeah. first one to get in the car and then we do this long crossover road on the 500 and then i get out um, uh, on Kyle's side where his chase trucks and stuff were and so i get out and i'm None like oh shit yeah <laughs> let's just say
5: this this is the first time i think i've gotten it right in the mm-hmm. past eight years of racing in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's
4: all right. It adds to the experience. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was it, it was good. I think, well, Josh offered his sandals to me, and he's like two sizes too small. I'm like, ah, I'm good, <laughs> man. I'll just barefoot this thing until we get there. I think Reese Mellon or someone came in. Oh, no, it was the Ford guys that came in after. And as we were leaving to go to the airport, the next day he was coming in in his race suit. No, nothing. The same thing. He's like, I'm waiting for my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't feel as bad then after I was like, Oh, that could have been me. I guess yeah.
0: so, it, was. it was funny. We were on our way to Ensenada and then all of a sudden I get a text from Bilal. He's like, he's like, do you have Keegan stuff? And I was like, yeah. Like why, why would we not have it? And he goes, Oh yeah, he doesn't have any of his stuff. He's big mad.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I think the quote my was... Because that would have been really bad. I think he
5: instantly he said, fucking Tito. No, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, no. no, you
5: yeah.
4: didn't know. You give yeah. him one job, Don. Oh, <laughs> <my God. laughs> he already had a beer in his hand. Yeah, right. he guaranteed he had a having, beer in his
6: hand. Having tacos. I heard Tito... Tito just kind of used this whole thing as like a vacation. Yeah. I got all the pictures to prove it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, already making posts yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> the the yeah. whole oh, time, time, time of my life. They, <laughs> they, uh... He's like, I'm in the having a beer and tacos. He's riding around pissy.
3: I'm riding around and pissed, he's in Ensenada having a beer and tacos on the beach. He's
4: like, 30, <laughs> he's like 30, 32 hours
1: deep <laughs> like, get the he only
6: did three quarters of the race he's sending eight middle fingers to all of his friends in Wisconsin freezing their ass yeah.
3: the uh, that was another thing too about Doug anytime Doug's name got brought up this whole week all I hear is Tito it's like fuck Doug
5: <laughs> <laughs> all week
4: as he's wearing yes. his Doug Mata shirt yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's just just on that you you know, like um, I don't think people, uh, you know, that are listening probably don't understand, at least most of them, that when you're down there, like Doug's in the northern section, mm-hmm. basically a Baja. So we don't really see each other at all. <laughs> we never saw each other once, you know, Not until the car. Yeah,
6: yeah and then yeah.
4: we're in the middle of Baja and Todd and Kyle and these guys are at the southern part of Baja and you're pre-running and doing your own thing. So you almost have your own crew with you to do mm-hmm. that. And so really, I never saw the race car until I got in it, you know? And so it was learning to adapt to that. And, you know, same with Doug. It was like, man, it's nice to see you (laughs) for like the five seconds or whatever, like like the 30 seconds. And then, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I do think that is something
6: that people don't realize is we're all handling our own section. We're all in charge of our own section. We got to know what's coming. We got to get our own notes. We got to make sure that we have pits kind of set up in the right area everybody gets familiar with the area but we're 400 miles away from each other while we're doing this Mm -hmm. and then and then the car is you know 1300 miles away from me and and like you know obviously me and my team built it and it's like uh we're just like thinking of like everything you know because it's stressful right because usually
5: usually you're watching it go off the line and you're kind of like babysitting it the whole way you know yeah (laughs) <laughs> exactly like yeah oh, like, you,
6: let's, get, let's check the ride height one more time let's make yeah, it yeah. one more time let's you know what i mean but we don't have that we're just
4: yeah you, you know. get this built up anxiety of like yeah and, and and the funny thing for me was like the race started at nine well i think kyle was like ten thirty ish 10 10 10, uh, 10 10 10 10 and, oh yeah um, remember
5: we were gonna we were gonna
4: sleep in that day yeah. And the hardest thing to do is like Doug, especially he had to wait almost, a, he waited a whole nother day to get in the car. And so yep. the race starts and, and Doug's on vacation for. A <laughs> and you're just hoping, you know, and, 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 and something I don't think people realize too is like, I think 50% or 52% they said finished. No, it was under predict, 50. Yeah, yeah. They were predicting like 40. Yeah, 40
3: it was in the forties.
4: What yeah. was crazy is like, you know, you might not even get to see the car, you know, yep. it, bre- it breaks or whatever. And I think that's something that's underestimated is like to mm-hmm. get it to each guy is mm-hmm. that's not very common. You know, yeah. that anxiety. So, yes. uh, we were, we, we did it, you know, and I, you look back and just finishing it is, is huge. And so, um, yeah, obviously we want to win. That's the ultimate goal. Like, especially me and Doug, we're all competitors. So, you know, finishing second sucks, but, um, You know, finishing it was huge for me, and and everything was like, this was one of the best experiences I've had. You know, something new, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Well, I think. Oh, go ahead, Ryan.
5: I was gonna say something real quick. I was gonna say that I think the coolest part about Doug's car, to me, riding in it was just the fact that it was just so the car, the mechanical part of it was so solid. Like we never had a single hiccup. You know, there was some minor other issues but that was completely out of our control it wasn't anything due to Doug's build or anything like there was a couple times where Keegan's like man this thing's still running like it just rolled off the showroom floor like crispy you know what I mean and
4: that was, that was pretty rad. Yeah. And yeah. Except <laughs> for those damn cactuses. I don't know what Yeah. <laughs>
0: tires. yeah those damn <laughs> yeah. rare trees. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, that, and that was something that I was going to bring up was just kind of uh, like everything that that uh, vehicle had been through. I mean, uh, you know, they had uh, what changed, uh, changed a shock uh, for, with the switch from Aaronsburg to Rick. And then once Rick got it to Keegan, they had an axle change. Um, and then you guys ended up getting a flat out there. We changed, uh that and Front then it, yeah and then when it got to Doug Doug section you guys had a lot of problems there where you're changing what like two axles you had a uh, all shock change and it's like that's what people don't realize is that you think it's just a vehicle that's gonna last and it's like dude these it's 1300 miles of rugged Mexican terrain you know what I mean yeah they parts on asphalt, are gonna break, yeah
4: yeah, Tito, Tito tries to get his car just to run thirteen hundred. miles. <laughs> <laughs> I do got to oil change that
2: bitch.
6: <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I, I appreciate that, Ryan. No, it's that's that's what I was most worried about. You know, there's obviously a lot of components that go on the car that we we're not a part of, um, you know, building exactly and stuff. But the car held up, and I was really stoked on that. That was the most stressful part of what i was doing you know i figured i could i could drive it and get it there and i wasn't too worried about you know you know ruining the race for anybody that part of it but just making (laughs) sure the car the car made it and uh yeah when i got the car um and we hit the sand for the first time uh we would actually me and keegan were shutting the front diff off so we could maintain the front diff anyways so uh, when we got to the sand, I went to put it on full drive and it didn't seem like it was going. So I thought I pulled over, checked it again, still nothing. So we ended up burning out two rear axles because when you got all the power going to the rear, it just, it eats them up pretty quick. So we changed, we changed one, limped it to the next pit. They got two fresh axles in there and then it was kind of cruise control just because we yeah. knew was, there was no way. that we're yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's, uh, it's definitely stressful. I think one of the biggest, most stressful parts Uh, for me is like you know everybody did their job by the time the car got to me and it was like okay now it's my turn to do my job you know as well and make sure you know the car's got to last 300 more miles i built the car like it's got to last and i got to drive it there like
5: (laughs) (laughs) some of the the gnarliest whoops in mexico doug had to take it through yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's (laughs) he uh, He, he he didn't even ask like when do we get to these like fast whoop sections i'm like well buddy You know, we save
4: that all for Doug, and and he gets the most beat up car because you've already driven nine hundred, almost a thousand miles, and so Doug's getting uh, (laughs) the technically getting the most beat up car, and he's got to take it through the gnarliest. Basically, whoops! That he's gonna see, everybody's gonna see, and so yeah.
0: damn it's like four dudes banging one chick. <laughs> <laughs> we're all,
5: we're <laughs> <four>. We
4: shared, <laughs> <Right> yeah, <there.
5: laughs>
6: and I yeah. got it, and I <laughs> got in at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With, a, with a bunch of piss in there, yeah. 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 <laughs> Everything you
2: know,
3: you know. <laughs> was blowing out. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, Cheeto, Cheeto's gonna use that in his stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh race the ball baja on one thousand. Yeah. <laughs> like way.
2: I
3: remember asking Doug too. I was like, oh, like. Keegan said his section was hard. I was like, "What's your like? Pretty easy, pretty mellow." And he just looks up. He's like, "No, man. He's like, I got whoops, but yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> not just whoops, like whoops for days." Yeah. yeah.
0: So is that, yeah. Uh, is that pretty common, Doug? Like in in something like this, the the Baja One Thousand, uh, the last guy getting the car. Is it usually expected to be a, a pretty beat up car where it's not going to be perfect and you're going to have to kind of babysit it or limp it in and make sure that you finish?
6: Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's kind of uh, expected, you know, like that's a lot of miles uh, for a car to go. And then, and then let alone in the roughest part, because usually, obviously, like you guys said earlier, the thousand runs the other way, it starts off really rough and then it kind of smooths out because I think the train's just less driven further. You yeah. go down South. Um, so it being the opposite way, it just progressively got worse and worse and worse and worse. Yeah. So. Cause
5: Tito like that where, where Doug was running,
6: think yeah. of that as that's where we were in San Felipe for the yeah. San Felipe 2 yeah. so it's like they're and constantly the racing on that area yeah yep. yeah. Um, yeah we just raced the another benefit for me kind of was I did the 500 and a lot of that terrain was similar or yeah. it was actually like the same path that we took right. on the 500 just maybe backwards or or even some of it was the same way so uh that was kind of a you know a benefit for me too as well and part of the reason why I did the last section um, but yeah, no, it's, it's just a, a rough course. And, and honestly, the car felt really good. If we didn't have that, it wasn't even a front diff issue. It actually yeah. what it is, is there's a slipper clutch in the transmission that just wore out, you know, so many miles. And so it just wasn't could, engaging. So it wasn't engaging four wheel drive. And so like, besides that though, like Keegan said, I mean, the car felt brand new. Like I bet you, if we fix that part, we could go run harder yes. and still the car's yes. fine.
4: So, Yeah. And I agree. And that's what I told Ryan is like even when we we're in it, you know, even towards the end of our section where I had that Catavina loop, which was like you're a hundred miles out in the middle of nowhere and no and access. there's some <laughs> rough terrain. Like we hit so many silt beds and and uh I'm grateful that I had a four wheel drive. Like I <laughs> like if I if I would have had the two wheel drive through that, I don't I don't know if we would have made it, Ryan, and some of those no, we, and so <laughs> Like, it's just crazy how that all worked out, and um, yeah, I was like, it's crazy the amount of terrain and and different things you see, And, and I was at night, so... Well, then at yeah. one
5: point, Keegan Keegan asked, you, are you sure we're going the right way? Because we haven't seen anybody. Yeah, there was like, <laughs> yeah, nobody sure no the right miles, miles. Why aren't we seeing anybody? I'm like, yeah. maybe we're just all going the same pace. I don't know. But. <laughs>
4: so, so, yeah, and it reminds me, going back to the story, you know, just telling stories. Obviously, that's the best part about this, I think, is being able to tell the stories after. And me and Ryan got in the car, and we took off going. We're cruising pretty good. We passed a couple bikes. Well, we come up on this next bike and um kyle flips on the side or uh, ryan flips on the sirens and um he uh the bike kind of glances back at us i mean we weren't really close to him or nothing yet and he he kind of as he's looking back gets off the the main line and and gets into the soft stuff and as we're going by him, we see him get de by a a tree (laughs) a sticking out straight off yeah, right. And he just hits it head on, and and we just kind of were like, did that just happen? Like, holy man! Like that guy did. Uh, we knew he was going to be okay. Flint, because... He was like still holding the bars as he was getting ripped yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably like at that point he was like, oh man, this sucks. Like this isn't fun. Just get me out of this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and uh, and, uh, and I'm sure everybody like has has their stories and and mm-hmm. each section, but uh, yeah, Keegan, did you uh you like
6: Keegan? Also, so everybody knows, Keegan had like one of the most miles, like the most, the most miles out of anybody, I think in our four people driving and he was in it in the worst times. He got in at like 11 or 12 at night and drove until eight in the morning. So it was like <laughs> the most screwed up like time to drive and it's in the middle of nowhere and it's fog and it's cold. As the, shit, the greatest so. thing was I turned on the, the roof
5: light <laughs> bar, like when we first started going like. Clicked it on, he goes, Turn it off, turn it off. I go, Why? He goes, I don't want it. So the whole, the whole race, yeah, we didn't even section, turn the top right bar. On, on. Yeah. yeah, he's like, That thing sucks. Don't, run. Yeah. <laughs>
4: especially at night, like the yellows. Yeah. I do agree because I've never raced at night, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I was just going off of what you guys have said and, and to be honest, the bottom lights were the best with just the pillars, and and the yellow was like so easy on the eyes, and it wasn't straining. Like it was right. and having it down low. I think yeah, it was it was perfect. Finish, like <laughs> and, and I even when we were coming up on dust, like even in the fast sections, we didn't need it. The lights were so far out that it, it was perfect. Like we, we got back into that Catalina section, and you know it just turns pitch black because you don't see anybody like no fans yeah, man. nothing out in this thing that man. cactus start looking like people well, yeah and you just start, I kept thinking you start hallucinating it's like hey i thought that was a guy <laughs> oh no that was just a cactus yeah, that's, that's,
6: <laughs> what, that's what i was gonna ask is like you you know like you're driving in those times and you got to be getting tired and you didn't get any rest basically for 24 hours like you start did you start like feeling like holy shit like what are we doing like we're in the middle of no there yeah. was a
5: couple times where i would i would call out like a cattle crossing or a fence crossing and keegan goes what are you talking about i'm like oh i think it was just a t- cactus yeah. <laughs> was, like, yeah three or four times i'm a cattle crossing and then it's like, just a so cactus
4: <laughs> so we were we were basically out pretty far when we had to uh, end up changing that tire i think that was when we ran over the cactus it eventually just went down well it, it was funny because I, I, I thought it was an actual kind of at first it was shifting the side to side. And then um, all of a sudden we come out and it's probably one of Bryce's guys or one of these guys that they send out. He's sleeping on the ground in a sleeping bag. And you got a light just out, in the middle of nowhere. Cause you got to think this is like four o'clock in the morning and yeah. um, he's passed out. And also we just, I was like, Hey, we're pulling in right here because he's got light. And if we need something, we're going to check it. Well, we ended up doing it there. It was funny. We woke this guy up at four in the morning, and yeah, he awesome. just he looks at me and goes, "I think there's a baja pits pit. like two miles up." I'm like, "No, what do you have here?" Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> so we just robbed the guy and then left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was way out there.
0: Uh, And that was something I was going to ask, just kind of uh, get into the the logistical side of things. Um, So, Doug, when it it comes to like uh, breaking down sections and drivers, I don't know if this was like your decision or Kyle's decision or if it was just kind of like a default thing. Um, But was the order kind of just self-explanatory where you're going to that's how it had to play out in order to finish? Or because I wondered the same thing, too, when, when Keen got the got the car. I'm like, holy man! Like he's got the most amount of miles, and he's going at night through the toughest section. I'm that's like, that's
4: because they didn't know what I was getting into. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna just throw him to the wolves. Yeah, yeah. So yeah We're like, this
6: so, section, sink or swim. He won't complain until after. So let's just give him this section.
1: This is the worst section. He doesn't, he doesn't know anything. Yeah.
6: Yeah. <laughs> that's all, all our sections are bud. Yeah. 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 He's gonna so, uh, He's I think, gonna. I, I think like uh, Kyle, Kyle knew the ending. Usually that's the ending, the part that he did the beginning. So he got, you know, obviously And he owns the car and stuff. Like, uh, I think it's cool for him to start the race and, yeah, yeah. Um, and stuff like that um finish off in loretto and then his buddy ricky knew the section he did very well and um i just got done doing the 500 and i knew that section down south or down north uh or up north sorry uh the most like you know out of anything i've done that's all i've seen so it just kind of like was like it just kind of worked out that way made the most sense that way yeah. uh, and then unfortunately keegan had to go drive like through the middle of the night but, i do have
5: yeah. to say though that that we got lucky in the way we did our section by us starting in that bay of la you know stretch it i'm not saying it was easy by any means but it was like it was a solid way it's for rolling. us to like yeah. yeah feel the car out know where the lights are you know what the shocks are doing okay. and we were able to I think we, we pre-ran that section in a little under three hours. And then I think in the race car, we were like an hour, and a half hour, 45 minutes. So yeah. we picked up some time, but it was, it was just the perfect amount for us to like, all right, figure out the lights. Keegan can figure out passing people. And yep. then we had to go into the shit. Yeah. <laughs> so let's,
4: let's go back to pre-running. So we, we came down, stayed the night in San Felipe. Well, instead of going all the way down to San Ignacio, we're like, hey, let's hit our top section. Well, a little we heard people saying that it's bad. And, you know, we kind of get get started. Well, hey, we'll pre-run. Yeah, it'll take maybe three hours. And so at that time, we didn't know we could link our garments up. Yeah, you two of them. No communication where, with the Where chase they truck. could know where we're at. Well, it was Tito and um uh Cisco, and we're like, all right, so we take off in this, we grab five gallons of fuel with us and We get going. We're like, man, this is taking a really long time and we're way out here. And so we could not communicate with those guys. So we're like, I hope they're at the spot. Well, we almost get finished with it. We were probably 25 miles, 30 miles from that. Yeah. Yeah. And we come up on a. it was nighttime at this time. It already, you know, we were six hours into this pre-run and it's dark and we come up on a, a bike that's, you know, basically stopped and he's ran out of gas and he can barely talk you know, he doesn't speak very good English and all I got, of was like water. I need water. And so we give him two waters and he's like, you got any fuel? Well, at this time we already used our five gallon. We had like a splash left, like maybe a, not even a quart of gas. And so we top him off like, all right, see if you can get a little ways, maybe down the road. And he got going a little ways and luckily Bert had a four seat. So we had one extra spot for him. And so, he got going, ran out of gas. We threw him in, and I was like, "What a intro to like Baja, like the first day." Like, yeah. Meanwhile,
5: get, Tito and Cisco are doing circles, trying to yeah, find a,
4: trying to find an imaginary or...
5: race mile.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, yeah, yeah, The sun's going down, and like we can't get a hold of them. We're trying to.
5: I told them to... go to kilometer one eighty seven or whatever, right? One
0: ninety one on the highway.
5: Yeah, and they took that as. Uh, a race mile or VCP on yeah. the course. Yeah. Well, luckily it was only like a couple miles off the highway, but they were out on the course looking for us. Like, is this really <laughs> where we're with a trailer? The <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with a <the> trailer. <laughs> and then I go, I go. When I get back, I said, "You see those little white signs on the highway?" They're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I'm like, "That's where I was telling you to go pull up." The back.
0: <laughs> I was like, "Man, why does he want us like in the in the middle of this course right now?" I'm like, "If we went down like another mile, we'd be fucking meet him right at the road." And me and Cisco were like, oh, I don't know, man. So we fucking took this uh, three, four 350 and a 20-foot, 20 28-foot trailer. Four foot Yeah, down the fucking, down this like mile trail about as wide as a hallway. And, dude, we're chopping down fucking cactuses and <laughs> rare trees and shit. And Cisco's like, man, I hope nobody finds out. <laughs> we're just mowing down we- vegetation.
4: Yeah, so then we finally make it back to where they were supposed to pick us up. We we kind of borrow someone's Starlink so we can communicate with them, and we, they end up coming to us, like where we were supposed to meet. And we come back, and there's cactuses in the tire <laughs> trailer, and yeah, cactuses yeah, Bert, on top Bert of it. Started cheering up. There we're like, "What the, the heck? Where Hang were you guys out. at?" Yeah, <laughs> we were
0: in it. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this would be a cool like shot too." I thought that's what like Ryan was trying to get. Was trying to get it was like oh put us in a good spot to like pick us up we can get a good shot of them like going by sounds, and stuff. Sounds
6: to me like Tito was probably drunk again. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We did come back and there was only one Takati light left. <laughs>
0: there was only two to begin with, no.
4: <laughs> so so I was so so the guys when we got back the the crew that was with that bike guy they gave us all beers. Well, I I'm, I've been sober but like. I had the beer in my hand and Tito showed up and I acted like I had it. I was like, dude, I had to break it. Like, and I didn't have it opened yet. And he's like, no way, dude. No way you didn't. I was like, nah, it's for you. Here you go.
0: <laughs> didn't even I, I didn't even drink it. Yeah, okay. He goes, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. You I, like lying? I didn't even. You like lying? I didn't drink You're, it until we got in the truck. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> he felt so bad. Yeah. He's like, I'm working. Yeah, I had to make sure the, the
0: job's done. And then I was like, okay, now I can drink. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. As far as like... Yeah. Like I said, just kind yeah, of. next s-
4: subject, next subject. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: Next subject. <laughs> the boss is here. As <laughs> as
2: that's,
1: far why, as-
4: that's why he left Jeffrey behind. He like he made him so he couldn't get his passport. He's calling the company and telling him, hey, do not let this happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny about that. I did have a lengthy conversation with him. <laughs>
0: He did. Yeah. He did. I was like, hey. "Yeah, we knew. We knew. We, knew. We, we heard were. all about it, Jeffrey. Don't
4: worry. Yeah." I was like, "Yeah,
0: man. Jeffrey laid down the law.
4: Yeah." He to. started crying. Actually, I'm not, I've never seen anyone yeah, yeah. cry. <laughs> sounded like Denise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tito's mom, by the way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. So speaking of uh, logistics, uh, Ryan, I got a question for you. Um, trying to plan everything like that. Is that solely on somebody like you or Todd or is that a collective effort? Because I know that that was that had to be a nightmare just trying to think about, OK, we're, we're going to get rooms here in San Felipe, rooms in San Ignacio. Half of us are going to stay there. You know, are they going to go down the La Paz? You know, logistically, um, you know, how how difficult is that? And same thing, same question to you, Doug, because I know that you've been doing it for a hot minute as well.
5: Yeah, it's just more or less like the knowledge of knowing, you know, we can only do this this many miles in a day, and we need to stay in these locations, and um, it's a lot of work. I mean, I, I spent the moment they told me I was helping them out, well, even before I was getting in the car, I was helping Keegan with pre-running, so I kind of took it on as, well, I'll take care of it and make sure we're all dialed in and hopefully things go right, but uh, it was a solid three weeks of back and forth and interpretation with Mexican hotels. And then we still wound up with a double booking in San Felipe. So, I mean, it all worked out. (laughs)
6: Yeah. It's uh moral of the story. It's very expensive, but you kind of have to, you kind of have to, you have to, you know, judge how your pre-run days are going to go. And if something Mm -hmm. goes wrong, then you're kind of like, damn, like you, you know, you either got to like, well, like, yeah, that one day when uh, when we got
5: done in Catavina, how I, that was, I think we drove eight
4: hours back to San Ignacio that night. Um, Yeah. We didn't get back to what, what was it? 1
5: a.m. or something. And we didn't (laughs) even know where our hotel was at. Yeah. I just want to say,
4: I I just want to say, Ryan was like the dad of the group, which was like perfect. (laughs) (laughs) He, he had mostly all that done. And like, we're appreciative of him and the guys from vision, like helping organize that. Cause like all of our group that was with them's never really been down there and, and, knowing where to go and where to book and what to do. And so like having someone that's done that or was able to do that was, was huge. Like you need that. So that was, I was appreciative of that because if we were just going down there on a whim, like it would have been a lot different.
6: Yeah.
5: (laughs) Yeah. No, it just comes from, you know, doing it a bunch like Doug.
6: Yeah. No, I, I, even me, I have, you know, I haven't done it that much, but now I know enough and, and, uh, luckily Joe helps me out a lot he you know helped Stronghold do it for you know some years too and learned from from
4: uh, their guy Matt over there and stuff like that so I have some help with it yeah, Joe's a tough still. guy man I was really surprised to see him down there <laughs> yeah agreed it was mm-hmm. good to see him and like uh, you know, and dude's still putting in work right
6: Crazy. yeah no he's he helped that car get he's huge reason that car you know finished you know he's doing 12 hour days before we went racing with it so Um, and, and I actually had my bachelor party a a week before, um, the race too. So like, yeah, you
4: should have did it in San Felipe and just stayed there. Right. It was, it was in, it was in combo. So I should have started the race, Yeah. Yeah.
6: (laughs) but no, it's like, it's a huge team effort and him and, uh, Other guy Travis here, like you know, it's it's a lot of work, but logistically and and stuff, Joe helps me out a ton with that stuff, and and just getting advice from other friends that are have been racing Baja for a while, and and then Kyle as well. Like that's why it works out with me and Kyle so well, is he's raced it a bunch, you know, so he like he helps me out a ton with all the logistics side of things, and then I kind of focus more on the cars and and uh, stuff like that. But it's fun. It's a new challenge for me, and I think. I'm sure Keegan's going to be hooked soon too. Oh but. yeah, now I'm
4: already I'm already like how how do we do this now? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got and like uh, it's been fun like me and Doug have been friends and stuff so when that opportunity you usually we've always raced against each other and now we're basically teamed up, yeah. you know, and that was cool and and, and me and Doug are kind of similar. Doug obviously builds more cars for people and we, we kind of build, we do all of our own stuff as well and that's how we basically make livings is is building cars and, and that's why we can do it so affordably like our own stuff is building it so you know ultimately it'd be awesome to buy Doug's car and stuff but you know we all build our own stuff and and that's how it, it becomes affordable and you try new things and, and so it was grateful to be able to you know race with Doug and be on the same team and it was fun I enjoyed it yeah no for sure maybe uh, maybe we'll Maybe we could
6: work on something get, get, you know, three cars racing all the, yeah. all the rest of them. And then when it comes to the thousand, we just, you know, we all team up or something. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, yeah. That'd be a
1: and I guess that, that's my uh, one question is that, uh, you know, moving forward with like, obviously the debacle with short course happening right now um, is the plan. Are you guys planning on racing the 1000 again as of right now?
4: Oh, I don't know. like Obviously. Yeah. We'd love to, you know, but that's a, uh, a lot of planning and, and seeing what happens. And, and, um, you know, obviously to be fun, the funny part about this is like, this was it. I don't think we planned as long as we should have for it. You know what I mean? Like like for what we did and to be able to finish it. I was like, I I was like, I can't believe this just happened. Like, I, I mean,
5: coming from me who I've bounced around from team to team and done, I've done my own thing in a UTV one time. And every other time has been with other teams, but there'll be times where I'm a month before one of these races and I'll get a phone call. Like, Hey, you want to come be a part of this? All right, let's go. Like there's, it's so hard to be like, if you don't have the funds to be your own team manager and have your own program, you're pretty much just wait until somebody gives you the call type thing.
4: Yeah. And we're all, we're all combining, like Doug's doing his own thing and Kyle's got his other business to run and I'm trying to run here. And so to get everybody collectively all on the same page is really tough. And, and obviously we had phone calls and, but it was like crunch time. Like, Hey guys, we got to get it. And the funny thing is like, there still was, you know, and I think this is for probably 95% of the people that raced on there. There's a lot of unanswered questions. And so it's a lot of improvising and take care of this. And you guys got this and delegate. Yeah, on and
5: that's stuff. one thing I had to keep telling Keegan leading up to it was we just got to focus on our, pre-run in our section, you know, and the other pieces kind of will fall into place because obviously Doug's doing it with his section. Yeah. Kyle's doing it with his. And, uh, yeah, his and think, we're solid and we're there.
4: Yeah. I think that's, that's what, what Doug do. kind of went back on is like not having control of the car when it's down in Baja. Well, it was kind of the same stuff for us. Like we ran our own program. Well, you know, what's you, what to expect, you're driving it, you're doing everything. Well, with the 1000 is, all these different people are involved and it's almost out of your control a little bit. And it, it, it's like in the back of your mind and you're like, well, did this get taken care of or is this? And I can, I, I definitely see where Doug's side of it, especially building the car and on that side. So that's stressful. It's probably more stressful than even you building your own short course car or desert car and racing it yourself, you know? Right. Yeah.
6: Because, because then you're you're, you're at your own fault basically, you know, like you build it, it breaks, you know, okay, well that's my fault. And, stuff like that not that I would lo- rather be able to blame anybody else but it's just like when it's somebody else driving it and everybody spent so much money and time well, it's a heightened you know,
5: anxiety too like it's yeah. just that pit of your stomach like what's <laughs> yeah. gonna happen you know
6: yeah exactly exactly and and I have a ton of you know faith in my team and and we've been doing it for years but it's still just like that feeling of like
5: well all, I mean all things being said I, I personally think it went exceptional like from logistically and stuff like that. Obviously we had a few issues here and there, but there was no major like breakdowns of, you know, missing a gas stop or somebody not even showing up type thing other than Tito. Tito. <laughs> Why
4: did you have to Come go there? Why would you go there, Ryan? was
5: right, so yeah, such a good conversation. Examples,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure.
6: It's a, it's a lot that goes into it. And we, I mean, what did we really start planning this thing? Like at the, we didn't. Even put, Keegan never even. Yeah. We didn't even really. I don't even know when this when this whole plan came about. Yeah,
4: Sports Show. Yeah, Show. Like, it was, oh, show. It was, was like <laughs> confirmed. Yeah, it <He> was <laughs> the
5: typical. Like, it was the typical Todd thing. Like it's happening. It's happening. I'm like. Have we talked to anybody about it? No, no, yeah. it's happening. I'm like, yeah. have we talked well, it, to anybody about it? Then it, it? kind
4: of went kind of like silent because everybody's got their – we're still racing short course. Kyle's running his business. He's got to get Sand Sport, and, you know, the Off-Road Expo. Doug's building his car, working on his stuff, and it was just crazy. Like, it really solidified probably at Sand Sport, you know, yeah. Well, yeah. one month beforehand. Yeah. And so it was like, all right, let's go. Let's do it then, you know? Yeah. But most teams – have raced at the previous
6: year and it's like i already i have like a, a million things i want to do to the car differently and things that we learned from this one race that you know people have been doing for years where it's like okay. they're already starting to plan baja 1000 shit right now yeah <laughs> <You know>? yeah <laughs> so was, I, I think i
5: think bert was saying um he would love to have a, a king of the hammers car built by you just saying <laughs> <laughs> he said he, uh, he kept saying the whole time he goes man just the look of Doug's car—it could be such a good hammer's car. I'm like, why don't you build one, Bert? <laughs>
4: <Yeah. Okay. laughs> I, yeah. I have, I you, have a bunch any of ideas
6: of what you I want to do. You have any plans
4: to do a King of the Hammers with one of your cars or no? I, I've uh, I've been telling everybody for a while
6: and trying to talk to players about it, just because you know, obviously,
4: the yellow cars have been uh, doing pretty damn good for. Yeah. Well,
6: I just think the way your chassis is set up, like,
4: yeah, yeah, but even you're the, right
5: there with it.
4: We're yeah. racers anyway, so I know Doug's got different ideas for rocks, and obviously you Rats. don't need the the high horsepower and what you do differently and learn. Yeah, I know exactly. And, and you exactly. know what's funny is like that would translate to something different. So, uh, like that's what I'm a huge fan of now is like, okay, yeah, you're doing desert, and if you did the rock crawling and short course, you can make something that's you know you'll have so much more experience in it and yeah, what works and Yeah.
6: Exactly. So that's, yeah, it's been, I've been wanting to build a, a Hammers car for a while and I don't even have to drive it. I just, I want to build a car that can go beat those other
3: cars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my question, I guess for Doug was, you kind of touched on a little bit in building this vehicle. You had like something in your mind, like how to do, how to go about it. And, but now that you raced it, what are some of the things that you would like you noticed about the vehicle? Like, ah, uh, I should have changed this for next time.
6: Um, yeah, even like Kyle's car is, he, he's, um, car number one, two, three, four, I think, I think fourth car. And now I'm, I'm working on the fifth car and, um, I got three more on the way, but, uh, we've, you know, put it into CAD since then. And we've changed something, shock, shock towers and little things here and there. Um, we even have like, uh, uh
4: some how long does it things. take you to put one together, Doug?
6: Um, It takes – so all of them You're have in my hand. I'm old school, cut. like probably how you guys are, where you hand yeah. cut every single yeah. two. That's how we've always done short course cars. Yeah. They, change, they change so much. Yeah. So um, roughly, roughly a month, month and a half when yeah. we're hand building them. But now that they're laser cut, they should be done, I would think, in three weeks.
4: Yeah, yeah you can get – you can put them all way quicker. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then especially if you're doing repetition, you know what where, where to go and you just build, oh. you have parts sitting on the shelf, essentially, you know, like yep. you have another exactly. car waiting it, there. And yeah, so, exactly. It's so like, just, a
5: guy trophy truck approach.
4: And Even I think like, people don't understand, like, the smallest things take usually the longest time. Like, yep chassis are quick you know especially for us and doug like you can rough up a chassis fast you know yeah. but it's mounting radiator mounting this mounting that little things that consistently add up and i don't think people really understand that either is like like a roller's quick yeah mm-hmm. you can rough out a roller in no time but yep. uh aluminum
6: weak yeah exactly it's it's all the it's all the little things that add up and like even Kyle's car, we, I mean, we finished that thing a week or a, we finished, 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 finished the night before it left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, well, that's, there, like, that's
4: everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had,
6: we had a half a day testing on that thing because it, it just like, you think of things to do and you don't want to shortcut anything. So everything takes a long time, but yeah, they go, they go pretty quick, you know? And, and uh, obviously we're always, you know, updating stuff. We, we have different, pivot boxes. Now we have like every, every time I build a car, it's getting a little bit better. So, um, definitely like even my car to Kyle's car, Kyle's car holds another six and a half, seven gallons in my car. So, you know, we're always just kind of like innovating and making stuff a little bit better here and there.
3: Yeah. Um, I I've, we've gotten a couple of questions, I guess, about it for Keegan and Doug is like, uh, people want to know like the biggest difference between like the short course and the uh, desert racing
6: i would I would say handling like suspension you know like uh like suspension dampening i would say as yeah. far as the car goes um fuel capacity and then obviously the biggest thing is just mindset driving i would say is probably yeah. the biggest yeah, if you
5: if you look at doug's car like i said if you put that on a 30 inch tire it's almost a short course car
4: yeah, you know, what no, I mean, like yeah. besides it's, the it's, jack and like and right, about the, the desert is like you need to have all you you have a lot more on it. You know, like short right. course you're running 15 minutes. So, so you're you bare don't need a spare tire, you don't need a jack, you don't need all that fuel, you don't need and so that's the different things that go into it. You know, yeah, you're still short course is abusive on stuff and I think that translate it's not that short course isn't but you know, like Doug said, it's a different mindset. You got to control yourself, and you you got to make the car, it, you got to make the car last. You know, um, yeah. and 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 there's a lot more fade, obviously, in desert. You're running yeah. way longer. You're one so you'll be times you're running on no fuel, and the car feels different. And when it's full, it feels different. You know, and so you're trying to find that happy medium.
6: Yep, no, for sure. And and I think that's why like my car's gotten so much attention too in the desert world is like it's so much like my dad's taught me everything about building short course cars and you know, we've learned together, built cars together and pro twos and pro lights and everything's always slammed to the floor for yeah. cornering and mm-hmm. and I think a lot of desert guys give that up and like also like as simple as you can build a car and yeah. Keegan's the same way, the better off you are because it's like there's no reason for extravagant Stuff yeah. that adds weight and adds high CG and adds, you know, yeah,
4: it and just that's why the fan out of car, you know? car you know, Doug's car. It's like, and you can see the short, short course side of it, which is cool because, you know, like you said, all these desert cars have their traditional desert, most of them never race short course stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, to bring that aspect in is like, it, it, it's cool, like, simple um effective and yeah i think a lot of people are overkill on it and and like you said weight of car and all that stuff they don't think about where i, I feel like short course is a lot more refined of like okay weight is huge like you're you're talking tens of seconds where in the desert that's not a huge of a factor um yeah, right. so they're not and i'm talking with like jamie campbell he's the same thing he finally came over raced short course with uh, Mason. And, and he said the same thing. He's like, this is short course is crazy. Yeah. I
5: I heard things. He was turning down CVs. Yeah. Because you need to, you know? Yeah. And
4: and that's what it's come down to is like every 10th matters in short course. And so there's other things that it's cool. And I, I like both sides of it because they're totally different, but yet you can translate into both. Yep.
6: No, for sure. I mean, look at,
4: uh, Christopher Povorty, like He's
6: done, he's done insanely well from, from short course, Bryce Mendez, you know, from short course, you know, Rob Mack, obviously he's done
4: most of those guys that are successful in the desert, Rob Mack, all of them have raced some sort of short course and have some influence on that. So,
0: yep. Um, one of the questions I have is, and it kind of leads into the second question is uh, how important are those, are those pit stops? Because anytime that you guys pull in, it is absolute chaos. I mean, if, if you're not trying to fix, you know, like a shock or an axle or anything else that it may be, it's like, you guys are pulling in fuel dump, making sure that you guys are getting waters and stuff like that. And then you're off and those, those minutes and those seconds matter. Uh, so well, I, I think that's the first I think question. Like, uh, m-
5: mine and Keegan's second loop that second time you guys put gas in the car was like one of the most crucial gas dumps we had in the whole race because what was that? 120 miles. And we literally did not see a single person other than some drunk guy, like, <laughs> you know, I, I think catching those ones and knowing where you need to be like, Absolutely. On the dot with gas is huge. Like, there's yeah, sometimes
4: that was probably the quickest pit stop that we had, right. too. What well, were we but like? I think a that minute was the most critical stop we had. Yep.
6: And the same, like with us, when pre running, like you, pre running is not just marking the course and saying, it's just showing where there's rocks or whatever. But we, we actually, like, um, me and Joe came up with an idea. We're like, okay, at 1070, there's a really cool access road. And we have a pre-runner on the trailer and we're just going to be getting done with this crazy rock section that's like king of the hammers and we're like there's a chance that we break something you know lose a tire there's all these so like when you know when you get to when i make it through the crazy rough stuff and i don't have any issues i'll say go but if not unload that pre-runner throw whatever we need in it and then haul ass down this access road that you know you could do 80 in the pre-runner with and then meet me over here we'll re-rack the tire we'll go so like they, they were sitting there waiting As soon as we can re- communicate with them. We told them we lost a, uh, right rear shock. Did they, you know, they loaded it up, met us up there. We lost maybe 15 minutes. dealing yeah. with that. Or,
5: or there's the opposite. Like what me and Keegan ran into. Where
4: yeah. on no one access road. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Or on paper, we see a road, like it's 20 miles into the course and yeah. it looks like it's paved. And then we get there and we're like, it's washboard for 25 miles. Yeah. So yeah. we made the decision there, like if because we were going to use that as a, oh, if something happens, somebody can run out. Well, we said no matter what, if somebody's going out there, they can't have a trailer. You know, it has to be the F-150 or something like that. Or the pre-runner or whatever. Yeah. yeah. runner, Yeah.
4: yeah. And so all those stops are like calculated off of a lot of it's off of fuel. And like so when this is all planned I and that goes into it as well as like okay, how many stops is it going to take us? And I, I I give credit to Rick. You know, Rick was a huge part of logistics and putting pit plans together. And so that was a huge help, but like understanding how, you know, you don't necessarily understand what you're going to get. If you see more silt, you might get less mileage. So a lot of it's a, a prediction and then you can recalculate as you start going. And so that was cool to see and, and be able to make adjustments on the fly. And okay, hey, we need to do this, or we were good on fuel. We can run longer, and so that was cool to see. All of it was calculated. I think what we have calculated six to seven stops. I think we got it down to six eventually um, to go 1,300 miles, and that was pretty crazy.
6: Yeah, no, for sure, and things change, obviously, on the fly, but a lot of that planning is super important. I,
5: I also really like Doug's approach of if it's not broke, don't touch it. Yeah, <laughs> <'cause> that, uh, <laughs> that really alleviates yeah, a lot you gotta of stupid
4: understand, problems. You, if you're fixing something, you are in the desert, like in the sand, in not great. Uh, where you're not in your garage, where you can sit there and take that's your sterile environment. Yeah. yeah, and usually you're rushed, and you've got to slow yourself down, make sure it's done right, make sure we get the lugs right, make sure you, because you could really mess something up more by fixing it than um, don't don't fix something that's not broke. You know, right? Uh, so. Um, I guess that's a lot of the, you know, that's even the short course side of it. You know, is like no, hey. I, I thought
5: I thought that was going into it, telling all our chase crew like just don't touch it until it's absolutely necessary was was huge because I've been on teams where they change air filters, do stuff, and then somebody drops something, and then we can't find the bolt, so it's like
6: it just steamrolls, you know. Yep, yeah. and that's another thing too is it's like you're like doing unnecessary gas stops or, or unnecessary pits in general always seems to be like a bad decision to me because yeah. it's like, if nothing's wrong with the car, there's no reason to stop. Don't waste your time. Yeah, stop, right. stop when, okay, we, we end up needing a re-rack. So let's put some fuel in there at the same time. Yeah. We absolutely top. know we got to be there technically. Yep. Exactly. So
0: <laughs> I got, uh, yeah, I got, I got, uh, two more questions. Uh, the, the first one kind of leads in, like I said, kind of led into this question that I have is something that I noticed Uh, at least in the trophy truck section uh, is that there were a handful of guys that were just way ahead of everyone else. And uh, it kind of made me think then what does it take to not, we've talked about what it takes to finish the Baja 1000. What does it take to compete and win a Baja 1000 race or any other desert race?
4: About a million dollars or so. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
6: Uh, No, like, yeah, like honestly, I mean, having people like having a crew big enough to have to where you can experience. Yeah. Experience what you can't pay for. Um, and then obviously, um, like a good crew, like when you have a, a huge crew where people are at every place, there's spare parts everywhere. You can push your car way harder because it's yeah. like, OK, worst case, I got to limp it 20 miles or they can come get me 20 miles or, or whatever. Or yeah. like, I heard I'm, I heard, heard
5: stories of McMillan like on their pre-run in super rocky sections, just dropping a tire in a bush.
4: Yeah. You know, Mindy's alone was bringing over 100 people. Down, you know, obviously, some of our volunteers, but they have almost a hundred people spread out through the box, a hundred hotel rooms. Yeah,
6: uh, that's that's what (laughs) that's what uh, like, even like the factory Polaris team, like, they're you know, it's a factory team, like, obviously, they're gonna do everything badass. They had 130 some people come help their four cars. Granted, they have four cars, yeah, still, yeah, still, like, you know, they're gonna. Their pits are going to be spread everywhere to where it's yeah you know, easier. We for had Tito, I mean. yeah. <laughs> so like,
4: we're already at a disadvantage. Yeah, we <laughs> we're already like two down. Yeah.
0: yeah, people are like, "Oh, where's your crew at? Oh, we're meeting Tito and Cisco." God damn. Yeah, we,
4: and, and that's and that's <laughs> what's funny is like it takes people like like we we had Todd who's you know and and Tito and all these guys that have never really. Had to you know get put in they, they have the willingness willingness yeah to do it, and so know? we had Todd and Tito all these guys working on like filling up the car Todd joint you know hopped in well I can do that you know and yep. so that's what was cool is like you have people that are willing to help and it, it yep. takes people that want to be there and have fun and enjoy it as well so that was cool
6: yeah. and, it, and it's not all and it's not all uh, about having money I mean Bryce has been yeah. trying to get that thousand win for a yeah. long freaking yeah. is his first point to point ever. Yep, and so and so like it, it. also takes a really clean run. Yeah, takes,
4: yeah, you know, a lot and some luck. You need some, some luck. You need <laughs> yeah. some good luck. Jesus yeah.
6: Christ! Yep. So, I mean, it's a, okay, it's a lot of things to go not just not just money and people
0: it's you know a lot of stuff's got to go right so yeah sounds like some uh sounds like some sweaty losers buying skins on call of duty and then uh paying to win <laughs> yeah. to me. instead of you know guys out there doing it because they love it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what i'm getting out of it <laughs> yeah. you know, sweats like bryce and uh McMillan's. <laughs> i'll say it even in short course it's the same
4: way you know like there's not the big dollar teams and stuff like it, it is. You just have to readjust and, and do what works. You know what I mean? And that's what I think we did is, you know, I don't think it was, we didn't have a big budget team whatsoever. You know what I mean? We were going down there almost a little guy in my opinion. And, Oh yeah. Um, yep. You know, it just, we made it work. And, and like you said, I think if things would have fallen a little bit better, we would have been with that top group, you know, yeah, but that's just the sure. circumstances we were dealt. And, You know, with what we had and did it, like to finish it, still was was amazing. Like Mm -hmm. that's something that was cool. Once
5: you start seeing pre-runners in different towns and stuff like that, you start feeling like, shit, am I like really prepared? Like, do I have
0: anything? (laughs) But we made it work. So uh, one of the uh, last questions that I have is just kind of again, like I usually like to end a interview, always you know, kind of looking forward, looking for the future. And I know Jeffrey had already kind of ask this question. So I'm going to kind of modify it. Um, hypothetically next year, let's say we do, let's say you guys are in, let's say you do the thousand, let's say the dream team comes back uh, and you're looking, are to- you
4: going to be invited back? So yeah. He's
0: like,
2: can
1: That's I come with? Yeah. I <laughs> this is where the modification he's comes like, in. I won't forget your stuff <laughs> this yeah. time.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tito, did you forget to turn on a GoPro by any chance? Or uh, that got blamed on me, or and no battery. <laughs> he goes,
1: yeah, uh, it's blamed on
3: <laughs> me, yeah. did for, and, for, it? and he uh, forgot the
4: batteries. I didn't know like, about uh, the battery, that Keegan. That first was thing he's like, you know, Tito
3: totally forgot the battery. I was like, what?
4: Anyway, no He was a little hungover. (laughs) I was not. Come on now. (laughs)
2: Jeffrey's right here, don't say that.
4: We're going to be like, what happened to Tito? Uh, I had to fire him. Yeah. I had to wake him up that morning. He was in his clothes from yesterday. Yeah. He's like, I had him, him, him out of the door. Get a face tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Okay, oh we're sorry. Our, okay, we're sorry. You can finish your question. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, <well>, I mean, <laughs> I was going to say it was uh, yeah. that uh, if next year you decide to do the the 1000 you know, what are, uh, what are the sleeping arrangements? You know, am I going to be, I'm not a a fan
5: with Tito. Right now you guys heard it. This is on paper. In my own yeah. fucking room. Yeah, he had a, he had a nice, uh,
4: snoring, uh, mm-hmm. it was like a oh, symphony dude. in there.
5: There was one point where I needed, like, oxygen because he was sucking all the air out of the room. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Lyle had no problem whenever we were staying together. Me well, and, uh, Lyle me, experience experienced. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, me and Keegan
3: kind of have, like, the same technique. We Quickly wake him up, and then when he wakes up, we try to go to sleep. Yeah, you
4: gotta hurry up and go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that so, like, that's always like, my technique. Is like that's why hotels usually give you a bunch of pillows. Is like so you can throw them at him and hurry up and wait. And then oh no, Tito stole right. my pillows. So yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, when we went to Brainerd,
5: Lyle had
0: two yeah. bears sleeping in the cave. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We, oh, yeah, we yeah. even yeah. lied to us. Yeah, like, we woke we up. We're like, oh, we slept good. You sleep good? He's like, yeah. And then on the way back, he's like, I lied. I didn't sleep good at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, then, Doug, then, uh, if, if uh, you know, I can't stay with them. <laughs> need a room. Yeah, do Absolutely
5: a not.
0: I, I heard all the shit you're
4: talking. Yeah, yeah the beer, beer expense and everything just went up.
2: Beer expense. <laughs> Snacks. Yeah. Snacks. Snacks. Snacks.
6: Snacks. Yeah, Food and beverage bill. I can't afford it. Right
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I, dude, I stuck to one plate the whole time I was down there. No oh more.
6: My no, God. No, oh more God. no more. No
2: oh more. No more two plate, no
0: Tito. More three plate Tito. plate Tito. All
4: right, it's getting shit's getting deep. Yeah, he's like, it's not two plates, three plate <laughs> yeah, Tito. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, stuck,
0: I stuck to one plate. <laughs> one and a half one and a half yeah because Cisco would order two and then I was like hey shut
4: yeah. <laughs> you can eat all that yeah, yeah. <laughs> deal That's hey, on, on, speaking about food I, I do I say like if the food was the food's like great down in Mexico because like uh, you know you always come back like feeling better which is cool yeah and, uh, you know, we, we stopped and grabbed some food on the way home. And I was like, man, I don't know this doesn't taste right. After we got back to the States, I just can taste the fakeness.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny how how the food here in the States just makes you feel like absolute dog shit. But yeah. every meal we had down there was like... You would get done, you'd be like, all right, let's fucking go. We're good. Yeah. You know, yeah. pre- no preservatives,
0: just yeah. nothing, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up yeah. home-cooked meal. The fucking cow was killed that day. i like, damn, what happened that eye. Mexican dog out the road?
4: I got one question for you. Jeffrey, you feel like you missed out? Uh...
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I I think I missed out, but I'm glad that uh, you know. Again, it's a team effort, and I'm glad that hey, uh, Lyle, whatever you tell
4: yourself. No,
5: and I'm glad that I will Lyle, have to say these guys got a lot of compliments on their their edits from numerous people. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, obviously, this is my baby, and like sending my brother and and Tito out there, you know, I was worried a lot of, more so about Tito. <laughs> <A lot> of, <laughs> But no, I'm mean, at the end of the day. You know, super proud. Um, I'm glad. Yeah, that you're we- not
4: a big traveler, are you? Though, like, you know, do you like going like, like I know Lyle's gone to New Zealand and done a bunch of different stuff, but I haven't seen you do a whole bunch of that.
1: Oh no, I'm done with traveling, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> done. I, I, I've, I've done that back in the day. I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with just chilling at home.
4: Yeah, so you're, mean, ready to, you're ready to you're settle down, get yeah. married? At well, least, I don't know about that. You know, that, I think that's a trend, like, with <laughs> you guys. I don't know. you yeah. kind of becoming like Tito
2: a little
1: bit. Ah. Uh, yeah, Damn Damn it. It. But I know, t- yeah, right? But anyways, I'll tell you one thing. I did like being alone.
2: Yeah,
1: I enjoyed the house to myself. They came back to a nice clean house. It was
4: yeah, organized. That's we, have, we knew there what girl did you have over? Yeah, <laughs> right? <That's laughs> <the> first thing <laughs> he said too. too. I
0: was like, damn, I had a girl over, I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, it don't matter.
2: Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about racing. <laughs>
1: uh but no, like I said, I'm glad that these guys got to enjoy it. Yes, I was I was a tad bit jealous at times, but.
4: At would, same you, point, would you come down next year?
1: Uh, yeah, I was trying to expedite my passport. <laughs> oh, I
4: think that was your deal. Yeah, so that, <laughs> yeah, that one, I, I mean, like I
5: said. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, like I said, we stamped our presence down there as far as the media crew goes. And, you know, like I said, these guys did an awesome job and, you know, we, we got the the job done. So I'm happy.
4: Yeah, I got to say, Tito did put a, uh, this is like the only compliment. Yeah. He did oh, do he a good a job. Compliment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did a good job. I was like, damn, did you send that to Lyle or what? Yeah. <laughs> you
5: know? yeah, yeah. I, I think well it's because I was sitting there telling him what to
4: do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ryan shut me down at about midnight and that uh, yeah, after Bay of done. LA. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there editing. And then uh, all of a sudden I hear Ryan, and he just leans up and he's like, Hey, can we shut it down? Going to bed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the only light went on was, was on was my was the laptop. Oh, <laughs> so, asshole! Like, so right. he He's so like, what do you
2: want?
1: Started cuddling. Yeah, like, what do you want? The snoring or the editing?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pick your poison. Yeah. So I went start snoring. Well,
5: then that's when he walked walked me through his three layer. Uh, Three-tiered blanket situation he had going uh, on.
0: I tried. Like, I don't need to know about this. I tried getting into a sleeping bag. And it just, I think the max width was like 36 inches. I'm like, no. <laughs>
4: okay, see, that's why I brought you that blankie.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a fucking towel, dog. You know, the, co- the
4: cover of this podcast should be your blanket. You were holding up your blankie. <laughs> oh, we, should, we should
0: take a picture of it and put
4: it out. So, no, that's, that's not what everybody's going to be asking. Yeah,
0: you know, We're, we're going to make stickers next year. We're going to do the Impulse of Media stickers, yeah, yeah. Of, of me jumping into that pool. Yeah. But. And then Pope Todd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pope Todd. Um is there anything else that you guys want to talk about uh Baja your experiences or anything else like that? Well, I mean, that?
4: we could probably go on more and more, but I think hopefully people get the gist like yep. it was a good time and uh I had a blast with with everybody and you know just thanks to Doug and Todd and Kyle Arensberg, you know, without those guys like none of those it wouldn't have been possible, you know what I mean? Like like I said before, it takes like a committed group of people to go and do that like yeah. I, I don't think it's got to be one of the toughest races in the world. You know what I mean? To be able to put together and make happen and, um, and to be able to finish it. Like I, I'm appreciative, like, you know, now that we're getting older, like the, the experiences are, are more than anything and the stories we get from it. So thanks to you guys too, for being able to come down and I we yeah, can do it but, again.
6: Yeah, no, I mean, same, like, like Keegan said, I mean, for all the stars to align, for me and Keegan to both be doing our first Baja 1000. I, I don't know how Keegan feels about it, but I never really saw it like reachable, you know, like the Baja yeah. 1000 is, yeah. it's, a, it's a really big race for somebody to want, you know, it, well, it's especially it's to do car, it, do it with your own car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, and well, not only that, but like, I don't, you know, obviously I don't own the car. So like for Kyle yeah. to ask me to drive it's pretty yeah. cool. And for everything to just work out the way it did was pretty, uh, pretty extravagant. Yeah, because we're
4: coming from short course and, and and obviously I'm in Wisconsin and, and I've told Tito that before is like, yeah, I don't know if that'd ever be possible. You know, the logistics involved and it's just crazy how it all came together and and worked. And, um, I'm grateful for that. You know, I think we all are, you know, for the experiences. Yep. And, uh,
6: at the end of the day, we, we finished obviously not, top three like we were hoping but you know here we are finished the baja 1000 and it's a lot it's a lot better than going home saying that we didn't so, <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. You know, that, that finish medal is like uh it's crazy because i told those guys i was like dang this is like one of the coolest coolest medals like ever to win like i think yeah. that's something mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. that everybody should you know and i was like this is way better than a trophy that i've gotten you know so it's like something that's gonna have good memories for a long long time so yep i agree
0: all righty boys well hey man i, I appreciate we appreciate yep. your time uh you know getting on the the call here uh talk about baja for as long as we did and uh, you know like again just taking time out of your days i know it's just a random tuesday uh during the week so uh you know thank you guys so much thank you for talking about your experiences and yeah you said stories that that'll last us a lifetime man so yeah. we appreciate it guys yep yeah sure.
4: Thanks, guys good yeah. talking guys right. See yeah. yeah love you fuck Later. fuck, doug. fuck it
2: Thanksgiving.
1: <laughs> Uh it's fucked up yeah <laughs> he's like fuck <laughs> you yeah.
3: another thing i was gonna say about that race is like you had keegan and doug both like working on the vehicles. Oh too. yeah. Like at these pit stops, they would both get out and then like yeah. help.
1: And I think yeah, I think that was the coolest thing that you guys could capture was like the moment that that uh Keegan's doing the jack thing. And then I think Lyle or whoever's with uh as the car was switching off where Keegan got out of the vehicle mm-hmm. and then Doug was over there like changing the front <laughs> and left right tire, whatever he was doing. But yeah. I mean that moment I was just like, damn. I was like these guys are like putting in the work. Yeah. yeah. You guys so, are in it. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I mean overall, like I said, I mean, I yeah. don't know what are your guys' experiences. I mean, I like, guess, like,
3: like Keegan was saying, like I went down with these guys. I didn't see them until Thursday at eleven from Sunday yeah. to Thursday. Like that's how far apart we were from everybody. Yeah. I was like 10 hours south of you guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was it's like um So the distance you were away from us was like Crandon to Indianapolis. Yeah. That's how far away you were from from me. Yeah. Just casually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh yeah, like Thursday, we're, we're going to race up to you. Imagine doing that through the backwoods, or through the backwoods, like not even, no yeah. freeway, no highway, mm-hmm. all backwoods. And that's that's like what people don't realize is is the distance that yep. we were apart. Yeah,
1: because you look at the map and you're like, oh, it's just that peninsula. Yeah. But then it's like, oh man, if you put it in the U S and then it's like, Oh, what is that distance? And I think you yeah. said it, it it's uh drive from Crandon to like
0: Texas or something like that. Uh, green Bay to Austin, Texas would yeah. be the equivalent or green Bay to like Orlando. Uh, yeah. Just past Gainesville, Florida uh, Crandon mm-hmm. to, or uh green Bay to Butte, Montana yep. would be the equivalent yep. of how and that's far just that freeway.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's freeway. You're taking
0: yeah. this a freeway imagine racing that
3: far. Like you said, off in the distance. Yeah, like, like you're yeah. in the woods, you're going off the trail. You yeah. maybe hit the freeway. What would they say? Like 60 miles total, maybe on the freeway. Yeah, they didn't
0: hit the pavement too much. Um, maybe you had like a 40 60, mile section. Yeah, you know. 60, 70 miles worth total. Um, but still at the end of the day, they have speed regulations mm-hmm. that they gotta they gotta maintain. Yeah. So if anything, that's that's hindering you yeah. getting to your spot. Yeah. So it no, it was <clears throat> um a distance that it was the longest Baja 1000. So they had done the Baja 1000, but they, it, but it was 2000 miles. And I don't necessarily clarify that as like the longest one. Cause that was like intentionally mm-hmm. meant to be 2000 miles. This one right here was the longest that has ever happened. So it was 1310 miles. Mm-hmm. And for them to finish that. Yeah. Yeah. The longest one, because even if you do the thousand, because I've seen it where the thousand has been like eight hundred or nine uh, hundred 984 like eighty four miles. Yep. So it's like okay, like pretty close, like yep. under reasonably close. But for them to go over three hundred miles, like like they have a race. Yeah. That's the San Felipe two fifty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're adding that mm. on to the thousand. Yep. So I think four drivers was definitely necessary. Um, I mean, they all took what 300 miles, 300 miles, 400 miles, then yeah. 300 miles.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, if you just get rid of Doug section, that's 300, 300, 400, that's three drivers. Yep. So it was a feat to, to, to accomplish it and to get it done. Yeah. And I just, and again, I, I there are people out there who understand Baja. And just for those of you out there that don't, I mean, to finish is a win. Because not everybody finished the, Like There were multi-million dollar trophy trucks that yep. didn't make it past mile marker 200, 300. Yep. Like, and it's just tough shit. Yeah. It's tough shit. Another thing that like blew my mind is like when we got
3: to Ensenada and we still pulled up like the tracking map and you still see vehicles. Like, we were there hours ago, and, like, they're just now getting to that point. I was like, holy shit, they got a long ways to go still.
1: Well, like, even just watching Caleb, I mean, I think you guys were already flying back. By the time he was like, oh, man, finally done. And I'm like, what? Yeah. (laughs) It's been a day. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a day since they finished (laughs) it. You know, so, I mean, no, it's cool. I mean. I was talking to Tito about this, like, because, obviously, I
3: kind of told him at the airport. I was like, I was a little pissy in the beginning, because. I had this vision in my head of how we're gonna do this video. And then we, it turns out we were the pit people. And the first pit I was at was a <coughs> 35 mile an hour zone. And I was telling Tito, I was like, I can't make this look cool. They're on the highway, they're going straight. I was like, I don't know what to do anymore. And then I was five miles away from where they were. I was like, so we got to switch up the video a little bit. Like, cause we're going to be the pit crew obviously. So we're going to be nowhere near. Yeah, and the, Caleb the and Caleb those guys, and those do, yeah. And then I said, next year, if we do this, I was like, it'd be cool to get our own vehicle. And then, obviously, still do some of the pit stuff, but, like, say, get dropped off at different spots where we can see them go through the silt beds. Yeah. See them go through the sections.
1: But I think that's something that we got put together ourselves. Like, yeah. Like, hanging out with Bryant and hanging mm-hmm. out with—I mean, well, I mean, I don't know if we could even do that, like, with uh, Bink and all those guys. Yeah. Because I think they chase the trophy stuff. Yeah. So—
3: But, yeah, I was saying something but, that would be cool to experience something like that. Yeah. Next. I was like, this was cool, too. You get to see the intensity of the pits and— everything going on, the logistics, them planning this and that. Yeah. But the only thing I wish we could have done was actually see them racing. I was telling them, I was like, we, the only action stuff we really got was GoPro footage.
1: Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I said, I mean, you guys got to do what you guys got to do as far as editing and and, and putting the storyline together.
3: Yeah. And that's why I didn't, I I didn't, I don't think I shot slow-mo once on race day. I was like, all right, well, this is going to, I'm going to go raw. And then I'll make it look crazy this way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, um, yeah. I mean overall, like you guys said, or and like even Ryan said, you know, like a lot of people have complimented. I think we were the only media team and media people that were putting out videos that day of. Like, like, as far as we know, as far as we know. Yeah. You know, like little one minute bangers. Mm-hmm. You know, and You know, it just shows the testament to like what we want to do and bring to the desert racing and everything and show the intensity and kind of like have Vision Wheels vision come true what they wanted from us. So and why they hired us. So, no, it was cool. Like I said, I was super proud of you guys. And, you know, hopefully, you know, next year I'll be able to join and Mm -hmm. make Lyle's vision come true as far as making it. uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe we do Dust of Glory 3. (laughs)
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> come on now don't, yeah. get, don't get talking about projects yeah break our hearts yeah yeah. Um, yeah. no like going down there you know obviously like we you know we had we had our talk our discussion just uh you know kind of like how you you know feeling about things and um yeah i just i had that mentality where i was like dude like i want to go down there and just i want to kick ass man like mm-hmm. i want to show like what we can do what we're capable of i want to show like what i'm capable of as well so I had like that, I really did have like a work mentality going down there mm-hmm. and where I was just kind of focused on what shots I wanted to get, to roll with the punches, to try to put together like an edit, you know, as quick as I could with, with, you know, whatever I was given. So like on the way down there, yeah, we got to San Felipe and I was like, okay. Um, Sunday was like, they were talking about pre-running and I was like, oh I didn't think we I thought we we're going on San Ignacio. So, when they told us we were going to pre run, it was Saturday night that we started to get stuff together. I mean, it was what, 10 yeah. 30? 11, something like that. And then we were going to be getting up at like 6 a.m. the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, it's go time. So we got everything together, split up. Um, he went down. We obviously chased, and that was a long day. And uh, by the time we left uh, the Catavina Loop, I think it was like seven or eight. I want to say, and it was a four hour trip back down to San Ignacio Yeah, with an hour change. So we had to go, we had to gain an hour cause it was down in mountain time. Yeah. So by the time we got down there, like, and then they were saying like the hotel was like double booked, which means that we had to try to find a hotel somewhere else. So Lyle and uh, Drew and Todd had a hotel, had a hotel room, but like us five, we didn't. Thankfully, they found one, had three beds, and then another one had one bed, and then Cisco slept on a air mattress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so it was no big deal, so we did that, and then there, Todd's like, oh, we're going to get up. We're leaving at 8 a.m. the next morning. I was like, fucking all right, man. So I uh, got everything charged, got everything all together, packed everything back up, packed my bags, took a shower, got up, put my boots on, ready to rip, come walking out there, had my bags setting up. Went over to Keegan's room, knocked on the door, opened, and it was just before eight o'clock and they're all fucking sleeping. Nothing's packed. I'm like, what the I thought we were leaving at eight. And they're like, nope, don't listen to Todd. He ain't fucking coming at eight. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, man? And then like one of the guys walks, I think Ryan walked out. He had to get some out of the truck and he starts laughing. He's like, damn, you had your bags all packed ready to go. For fucking-.
2: I, dude, I did. I had my suitcase. My <laughs> like first day had, of school. <laughs> yeah, dude. I had, like,
0: I had the, the thing set up, like split so that he could take it. And then I would take like my batteries And, dude, yeah, I was ready to rip, man. Like, I was all business. And uh, eventually they got there and, Mm -hmm. you know, gave Lyle my love. And then they were off. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't see him again.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, like I said, it seemed fun. It seemed more relaxed until the day of. Yep, that's kind of what it was. At least for me. Yeah, like I said, which was awesome. Like I said, I mean. I had a hell of a time by myself. So,
2: <laughs>
1: so you know, like, I was just, oh, cool. Like, I'm glad that these guys are enjoying it. You know, uh, I did business as far as the snow side of it. So that was fun. And actually, my phone was just ringing because I forgot to call someone back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I mean, but at the end of the day, like like I said, I'm glad that we got to enjoy it. Like, mm-hmm. make our stamp in the Baja 1000 scene. Yeah. And it was just cool. I mean, just hearing other media guys like compliment us too. like, they're like, Oh dude, banger jobs on the videos and all this other stuff. And I'm like, yeah, couldn't, I'm like, don't thank me or don't compliment me. I didn't do shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, give that, give that things to Lyle and Lyle and Tito because I was like, those guys are the ones that did everything. So, you
3: know. Yeah, it was fun. I'm glad we got that experience. Like, thanks to Todd and everybody for yeah, bringing us, yeah, and, and exactly. trusting us, yeah, into doing it,
0: dude. Those, uh, I, I know that you guys weren't pulling a trailer, but we were like the entire time. Mm-hmm. And you know how narrow those roads are. Oh yeah, dude, I was scared, and we were in a regular truck, dude. Yeah, we and we had a trailer. <laughs> yeah, like, that's and, what I'm saying. If something clips the trailer, I mean, <laughs> like I made the mistake of like, uh, so Bert was driving, and he's like, "Fuck, man," he's like, "those those semis get so close." And I, because I'm right behind him, I'm driver's side with him. And I was like, oh yeah, man, they, they do get pretty darn close. And he's like, no, he's like, every time I look in the mirror, he's like, they're even closer. Cause that trailer sticks yeah, out wheel, just yeah. a little bit more. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. So semi went by, I made the mistake <laughs> of looking in the mirror and I was like oh my god <laughs> like I cannot tell you how close it was <laughs> yeah honestly a, like a foot is maybe being generous yeah like I'm talking like like that you're yeah. we passing by on the on the highway and they're not going slow man they're going 60 70 mm-hmm. miles an hour trying to get to wherever they're going yeah and it was one of those where when I was in when I was with Todd and San Felipe where I was just you know I kind of joked around but at the same time I wasn't where I'm like you got to be okay knowing like we might get hit yeah this car might get hit we might crash in this car because there's no shoulder like where the white line is on the right side some of that pavement is like crumbling yeah so it's like if we try to move over the tires might fall off and it's not just a flat ground like it is a raised roof or a raised uh road so you might fall off the side like i don't know how many semis we encountered i think it was three or four where they fell off the side of the the road
2: oh really we drove by
0: and there were semis tipped on their side on the side of the road there was a concrete truck that started on fire (laughs) because we went by and it was just it was tarnished like the thing was fucking wrecked and i was like uh, like i can't think we drove by as a den it could be us (laughs) (laughs) it was like shit so there was Some, uh, you know, dangerous aspects of it Mm. that you got to realize like where you're at down there and it's, and it's not all like, yeah, like it's fun. It's fun in games, but you know, you, you gotta be realistic and Baja kind of like checks you sometimes where you're like, like you got to remember where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. You got to respect it.
3: Yeah. Everybody I talked to was saying that what we were doing is more dangerous than the race. Like chasing, like, like you guys be careful. They were saying to us. Yeah.
1: No. And I read a big post about that. I think mm -hmm. Tuba. Post something on Instagram, yeah. like, explaining, like, the safety and the dangers of everything. Yeah. And that's when I got kind of scared. Because yeah. I was like, more so with Lyle, because Lyle's going from point to point. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying that I was not nervous for Tito, but I'm like, all right, Tito has, has a smaller section of it to not get hurt. Yeah. And I was like, and, my, yeah. you know, my little brother, I'm like, he's doing the whole fucking thing. Yeah. And I'm like, he has a bigger chance of... Yeah, definitely yeah. In, increased you know, some, Yeah, something yeah. happened. Percentage read, of danger. Yeah,
3: and I've read the post too and I was like, Okay, yeah, it is pretty dangerous. But what settled it or what made it stick with me was I was talking to Jason Hyrev. Yeah. And he was explaining everything to me. And when we like, oh, we gotta go our separate ways now, he's like, You be careful. He's like, It's dangerous, Elder, for you guys. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) If he's saying it, you know how Jason's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was joking. joking. But he's like, heart to heart with me that time. He's like, seriously, be careful out there.
1: Well, like, even Jason (laughs) was like, I think, yeah, he texted me and he was just like, yeah. He was like, you know, tell your brothers to be careful out there. Now that like, oh shit, like don't say that. I'm on the other side of the world pretty much. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I've been, I'm I'm fucking freezing my ass off yeah. up here. Yeah. Yeah. So you tell him though. No
3: yeah. <laughs> Cause we saw a semi tipped over and we saw a chase vehicle like rolled over in the ditch too. Yep. And then when Doug and Keegan were switching, their the one of the vision canopy trucks pulled up and he was like, Look what happened. He's like, their mirror got hit like on the way there. Like they got their mirror got smoked. Yeah. Like, so they hit somebody on the way up or somebody yeah. hit them.
0: Yeah, dude. And, and oh man, and it's shit. I can't remember what I was going to say, but, um, it. I don't know. It, it was just, it's something that, again, you got to kind of like be okay with and mm-hmm. that, that, yeah, they said like chase vehicles, more people get injured all right. Well, they said more people die <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and, and chase vehicles than, than actual racers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that was, I, Oh, that's what I was going to say. It was like race morning. Cause I knew that it was going to be hectic and crazy that day, but like race morning and then race afternoon. I, uh, I text my mom. I was like, I love you. <laughs> I, <forgot. laughs> I know. I forgot your birthday. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> so like, I'm so sorry. Like I text my mom, I text my sister, I text my dad, just like, Because you never know, Mm -hmm. like you never know with with like how dangerous and shit is down there. Because I think every Baja One Thousand, like somebody dies. Yep. Whether it's like a spectator or you know like a racer or like somebody part of the crew, I'm pretty certain somebody, at least one person, always dies. And Usually it's like spectators going the wrong way, but at the end of the day, you know it's it's a heightened Mm
2: -hmm. uh, uh
0: danger out there. Yeah. So yeah, come race day. I was, uh, dude, I was ready. I was ready to rock. I was a little too, too ready to rock. <laughs> <laughs> I was a too ready. When, uh, when Lyle pulled up, I, uh, took me a 12 hour energy and, um, <laughs> man, I,
3: cause I'm, I told him, I was like, I've never seen you like this. I was like, you should do that all the time.
0: Cause like, I was just, I, I wanted, I wanted to get it right. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I felt like down there, like I had something to prove and like, I felt like I had something to prove and it felt like that we had something to prove like as impulse. Mm-hmm. Cause it was our first time down there. First time trying desert. Like, are we doing it right? Like, just because we're not doing it how the other guys are like, does that mean like, are we doing it right? Is it good enough? Yeah. Cause we're not getting the action shots that we thought that we were going to get. Mm-hmm. So I, I couldn't tell if like what we were doing was, was good enough. Yeah. So that's why then I was like, so. Focused on wanting to get it right, at least for the race. And then, yeah, like with the drone shots, with everything. And then the craziest part is getting there, unpacking everything, getting set, and then waiting. Yeah. Waiting and waiting and waiting, checking to see if they're coming in, they're coming in. And then you're like, oh, they're two miles out or, the, you know, 10 miles out, seven miles out, three miles out, one mile out. And then you're, you're getting jittery. And then once they once, once you see them, they're like, all right, now it's go time. And they pull in and we got to get our shots. Like, I'm flying the drone. We're trying to get GoPro stuff set up. And we finally get it all taken care of, set up. They leave. Well, as soon as they leave, they're obviously, they're in a fucking race. So they're going as fast as they can up, up north. Well, we still got to pack everything up. Mm-hmm. Pack away the drone. We got to pack away the cameras. Got to pack everything. Up. And then we can't forget anything. Can't forget anything. So we gotta pack it all away, remember everything, get it in the truck, and then once in the truck, once it's ready to go, bam, we're racing them essentially mm-hmm. to the next spot. And I remember when we were going, I told Bert, because we saw him on the Garmin, and Keegan at one point, because it only it refreshes every two minutes. Mm-hmm. At one point it's a 79.2. And I was like, that's the fastest he's gone that we that we've gone uh since we've been here. Like they didn't pre-run that fast. They never went that fast in pre-running, and he's fucking cooking. And I was looking at the comparison. We were below him at one point, and I knew he still had an easy section going into the Bay of LA. And I was like, "Damn, Bert, he might beat us there." And he's like, "Watch this!" And, he's
4: like, mm. and he he speed <laughs> a little bit. I was like, "Oh shit!"
0: <laughs> and we beat him there by what, maybe fifteen minutes, yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah, we weren't there very long. <laughs> like, it, like we got there, and I saw like they were down the road. I don't know, maybe twenty miles. So we got everything out. I got the I got the drone out because I saw I knew they're going to be there like relatively soon. We weren't there. I, I guess the time frame is I had enough time to fly the drone up and hover it overhead for them to come in, leave, chase it, and fly it back. That's how long. That that's how short of a window it was. Mm-hmm. I just let the drone sit up there because I was like, oh, like it's got it's got time. Yeah. And yeah, the drone wasn't up there. Like I maybe used fifty percent of the battery. <laughs> yeah. And it was in sport mode. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, we weren't there very long. Yeah. No, because the time I
3: walked into the desert a little ways. And from the time that he went past me till I got back to the truck, I got the end of them leaving. So, like, he was already gone, done their shit, and I was just getting there. It was, like uh, I said, it was pretty quick, too.
0: Minute 53 pit stop. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, again, getting the guys that they need, getting the fuel dump, cleaning up their— you know their visors, mm-hmm. wet rigs, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, that was wild. Yeah. It just made me laugh though seeing Tito like that.
3: I like, I was, we were up at like me, Todd, and Drew, and everybody were up at like five o'clock in the morning that day. And Tito comes up to me, he's like, What kind of shot you want? You want to do a, uh- you want to do a time-lapse? He's like, I got a tripod set right here. He's like, you want the Komodo or you want the vlog thing? He's like, I'll, I'll do whatever you want me to do. <laughs> I
1: was, Lyle's already 18 hours yeah. in. He's like, what do you
2: want from me? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, was like
1: I, could, I could do
3: the time-lapse. Give me your Komodo and then you do whatever you got to do. Because early in the week, he was bummed about the GoPros and whatnot. And I just told him, I was like, that the drone footage, I think, is going to be more valuable.
0: Yeah. Because
1: yeah. Go- we and- need a show. And then, uh-huh. Yeah. And I know Ryan was more adamant about the drone stuff. Yeah. Anyways, so it's like,
3: that's what I was telling you. I was like, he was all bummed. I was like,
0: don't worry. I was like, as long as you got drone shots it's like, we're going to be good. Yeah. Cause I think what I had wanted, it was kind of like a bonus thing where I'm down in like San Felipe, when we were down there for the 250, they, uh, uh, Mexican people love YouTube and what these teams will do is they will upload a GoPro of kind of just the front of the car and then going through mm-hmm. whatever section it was and they'll just, they'll play it in the background, like on TV, like in, in a restaurant, they will just be like, Oh, like have somebody racing through the desert and kind of set in like the, the race weekend atmosphere. Yeah. So it's like, that's, that's a free view right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if one restaurant's doing it, like, can you imagine there are other restaurants? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, is it just in Mexico Yeah, or is it just in the peninsula? Is it all of Mexico? Is it other countries out there that just like to watch that kind of aesthetic? So that's why then I was like, Oh, like, I want to put a GoPro facing forward, hit play and just be like Keegan Kincaid Mm pre-run. Like, and that's what you kind of, that's what you kind of put it for. And it was during the daytime and I, I, for, I, I got everything. I forgot the battery. <laughs> yeah. I had everything except the battery. Yeah. Because I, I grabbed the two GoPros that didn't get used. Because mm-hmm. the first one, I forgot to hit record. Yeah. Because when we dropped them off, you were out in the desert. I was getting a photo shot of them and, and yeah. kind of doing that. And then they backed up, and I thought they were going to like kind of pull forward somewhere and, and like stage almost. Yep. No, they just they took off right away. Yeah. I think we did a pretty
3: good job at getting everything settled and ready. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Like I said, mm-hmm. I think I think we definitely made a mark. I think our video so, is
3: going to be a different view because we were with the pit.
1: Like everybody's going to get the action shot, yeah. but
3: we're worth the driver. So we get to see like the chaos in there yeah, all the way through the race.
0: Yeah. So like the one that I'm putting together, yeah, has like obviously like audio dialogue and stuff like that, which is it, it's unique. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. I don't want to not trying to justify or I guess I'm trying to look at the silver lining of things is that, yeah, you know, other, other guys out there get action shots and, and get really cool, you know, silt shots or, or, you know, jumps and shit mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, we were with the chase crew, but I feel like, you know, there's a unique sense to it then where everyone always sees those action. Yeah. Tracks. I was going
1: to say, it's what, it's who we are Yeah, as a company, yeah. like it's what we're built on. We're yeah. built for behind the scenes. We're built for that rawness. We're built mm-hmm. for people acting like who they are yeah. in yeah. real life. Yeah. We're not here sitting them down with the lighted fucking room and, no, this is those guys fucking getting pissy and yeah. and getting mad or fucking anxious and like everything. You know, that's that's why people like who we are. Yeah. And that's you why know? I went with just raw. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I'm not no
3: slow-mo exactly. for this whole day. So,
1: you know, like I said, it's something that, like I said, that I I really pride myself in as far as what Lyle and I built and the direction that we went in the beginning of, of uh, building this company. Mm-hmm. And then, like, obviously, you being added to it, you know, made it that much sweeter. And, you know, it's just, you know, yeah, we got, we got to keep going from what we're good at. Yeah. You know, we don't have to justify anything to anyone. Yeah. The reason why we shot it's like, yeah, we don't have any action shots, but hey, look at this
0: shit. Yeah, look what, <laughs> how we made it look. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that, that that drone was a really big, uh, really big help. Because, no, yeah. like, just on a whim, what I was thinking was just doing, like, an overhead shot of the car coming in and then the car leaving. And then at the last second, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to follow him out. So then like when he took off, then I just, I like followed him out and it was a pretty cool shot. Yeah. And then I was like, I want to try to do that at the next pit then. So I did it at the next pit and saw him like yeah. head out. So I was like, oh, like, it was a cool shot. And then I think that was the last time that we used the drone was like, yeah. it was for that just because it's so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the only other shitty thing
3: is like, we didn't get a whole lot of Doug done. Cause or you guys split off and then yeah. we split off and then Doug had like his own crew. So we didn't get like Doug's experience except for the GoPro that last, what did we say? Like an hour and a half yeah. each time. Into it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like we didn't get Doug's reactions at the pits or anything. Cause none of us were with him.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Something. Well, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh
1: no, no. Um, uh, yeah. Like I said, I think that was the only bad part about that different sponsorship
0: yeah. aspect
2: yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah, you know,
1: because I mean, in my eyes, I thought you guys were following Doug. And then when you told me that, oh, yeah, I just went straight to Ensenada. And I was like, yeah, after we dropped Keegan off, we went straight to Insanata. I'm like, didn't Doug have to still run? Yeah. So.
0: so, And I think that was the mentality. That, I think I told you this, that this was the mentality that I had, was that when I was doing the pre-running stuff and, you know, I was doing like shots of like, you know, Ryan and Keegan and Bert and stuff like that. And I wanted to add in certain parts of the video I had to remind myself, like I heard Jeffrey in the back of my mind where I was like, we're here for vision wheel and we're here for Keegan. Yeah. Like uh, we're not here for Bert.
3: I mean, I told you the same thing when you were like, Oh, we should make like a whole recap. And I told you, I was like, I was like, bro, I've only shot vision wheel shit yeah. all fucking day. <laughs> I was like, I didn't get no one else. Yeah. I didn't go yeah, see Bryce or anybody. Yeah. I was like, I just got vision um, wheel, vision wheel. Yeah. Because
1: unfortunately that's where we shoot ourselves in the football.
3: Yeah. You know, and, and, and we want to go above and beyond.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, at this point in time in our careers or where our business is at too, you know, it's just like, Hey, we got to do what we're paid for. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So you know.
3: for like the video video, I wasn't gonna for dogs part or anything like that. I was just gonna put like this video is Vision Wheel and Vision Canopy, like he said. Yeah. Vision Canopy athlete, yeah. they race. I was like, I'm not gonna mention anything. I was like, so
0: that way I can throw them in it. Yeah, yeah, because well, I was gonna so like I was just gonna and- kind of add like. Some of those guys. Because I mean mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it is like the yeah. whole car. Yeah, and then like the and concept.
3: then Todd won't Todd won't care. Yeah, yeah.
0: As, as, as long as it's a badass video, I don't yeah. think Todd's gonna
3: care. And it's like, like, oh that's not a vision guy. Take it out. Like yeah. Todd's not like that.
1: I mean who knows? Maybe he'll And if
3: he it. is, we'll just take it out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um,
1: no, like and like I said for me it's a whole car thing too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, highlight the drivers. You know, and it's just like, but yeah, we're yeah. here for one thing is to let everyone know that hey, the Vision Wheel back pro mod U T V did the thirteen hundred miles.
0: Yeah. Thing. Um I don't know, as as like as far as Baja goes, like the last thing I want to just kind of touch on before we, you know, uh end the podcast was just the whole, you know, uh the the story of Baja with uh with the oh, Aussie. Th- the Aussie guy. Oh, the Aussie guy? Yeah. yeah. Oh dude. Unbelievable! So, if some of you guys out there didn't know or didn't get a chance to kind of hear about it, you know, we'll give you a quick rundown. Um, I don't, I don't know when, I don't know about you when you heard about it. I heard about it second day of contingency. So, he, like Jason Wednesday. told me, yeah, yeah Jason like told me about Wednesday. it. Wednesday, yep. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday that we had heard about it uh, mm-hmm. in in San Ignacio, where we had heard that there was a guy that had flown from Australia to America to San Diego bought a so this is what I was hearing at the time. Ozzy flew to America, San Diego, bought a dirt bike, and then drove that dirt bike down to La Paz to enter the race. Mm-hmm. And we were like, damn dude, like that's that's some hardcore shit. And then we got to hear more about the story then. The more details were coming where he flew to America, San Diego, bought a used five-year-old bike, and then drove it down to Tekken Contingency in La Paz. Thirteen hundred miles, fifteen hundred miles, maybe, Mm -hmm. and they were like, they looked at his bike and they're like, no, like, like Baja officials who were like down for some wild shit looked at his bike was like, that's too wild, yeah, (laughs) too crazy, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They already Uh, sent it. Yeah, yeah. did you race it already? (laughs) We've started yet. Yeah. (laughs) So he had to fix uh, five things on it. I, I don't know what the five things were. Obviously, one of them was tires. Had to get tires. Uh, I think they gave him like a GPS Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and uh, he had to have like a number and this motherfucker put duct tape (laughs) on his bike and then outlined it with a black marker (laughs) in case the duct tape fell off. Yeah. And he entered, not only did he enter the race, he entered the Ironman race. So the Ironman race in Baja is you do it from start to finish By by yourself. And you heard these guys Doug and Keegan, they had crews, you know, they had different drivers. They had people to hand it off, fix on the vehicle. This guy did it with himself and a, and a friend. I think his friend was there just to make sure like, you know, he didn't die. (laughs) Or he had a place to like bring home. Yeah. (laughs) So this guy did it himself, no crew, one guy, one bike, and just decided to do it all on his own. And we were hearing this like, Holy fuck, man. Mm -hmm. And then Race day starts on Thursday. I think by lunch, by the time or the, like late, early dinner, wherever you want to call it, we had saw like a post come out that he had stopped at like mile marker like two hundred, got some food. You know, they fed him some tacos, and then we learned more about his story about how like he's like, yeah, this this is dumb, <laughs> he's like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> and at one point he was in like second place, like yeah, second place in the Ironman Moto. Yeah, which is insane. And they had I think a record number of people. I think they had twenty nine people enter the race. Yeah. And he was in second at one point, never pre-ran. Never this first time down in Baja, first time down in Mexico, first stamp on the passport, never pre-ran any of the sections just was like, Oh, okay, cool. They got a map for me and decided to do it. Think about Doug and all these other guys that pre-run it days in advance, weeks in advance. And he's just on a whim out there in second place, cruising it. And we were like, Holy fuck. Like they started to become the story. Well, obviously, as the race got close to San Ignacio, you start worrying about your own team, your own, you know, what's going on. Did the pit for Keegan, driver change, did the other second pit. We got to our last pit for Keegan, mile marker, 918. At like four in the morning, 330 in the morning. Mm-hmm. We're waiting on Keegan to come in. We find out that he gets a flat out there and he's way the fuck out there. Like eight mile marker, 828. Like if he got a, if something went wrong with the vehicle... We weren't going to get to him till the next morning. Yeah, like it was. It was he was going to be shit out of luck, and yeah. we'd have to take a pre runner out there. Yeah, so we find out that happens, kind of keeps us awake. We message him, "Hey, zero miles an hour?" Question mark. They respond back 10, mi- 10 minutes later. It's a flat. We we're we're going again. Perfect. Yep. So like okay, so we can kind of take a you know a bit of a sigh of relief knowing it's only a tire. Yep. Uh, Bert falls asleep. Cisco's struggling, and all of a sudden. Um, I hear someone, someone with Todd. They were like, hey, "I like, I think, I think the Aussie just came in because we were right by the BF Goodrich tent pit." And sure as shit, I look over and the Australians over there. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, "Oh, it'd be cool to go and like ask him, interview him, get video and stuff like that." But I'm like, "I don't want to be that guy." You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure he's going through a lot. He's delirious. He's 900 miles in. I'm. Not, I i do not want to shove a camera in his face. Mm-hmm. So as I'm thinking this, Todd bumps me and he's like, "Hey, you should, you should go get an interview with him, man. That'd be really cool." I said, you think so? And he's like, yeah. Said, okay. So I just took my phone over there and everyone's tending to him, getting him water. Like, Hey, do you need water? Do you need like liquid IV? And he's like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> and some guy's like, Oh, you get, you get it in your arm. And the medical lady for BF Goodrich was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's just a like powder that you put and then you put it in water and it helps like electrolytes and yeah. kind of like regenerate. And uh, she's like, Oh, I'll, I'll go get. And he's like, what, like, what else do you need? And he's like, Sleep. <laughs> and she's like, I'll go get a chair ready for you. So she goes to get a chair ready, blankets, pillows, water, stuff like that. And the other guy with him is like, dude, you need food? And the guy's like, yeah, like, can I get some food? And so the guy goes to get food. I tap him, like, hey, man. I was like, is it cool if I, like, can I interview him? <laughs> the guy looks at me, he's like, yeah, like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so I asked the guy, I said, hey, man, like, is it cool if I, like, interview And he, kind of, and he nodded his head. So then I did the video. And I just asked, like, it was just honest. Like, hey, man, like, everyone... It's cheering for you, like all of Baja, the entire peninsula, everyone out there is cheering for you, man. They want you to finish kind of deal. And as delir- you know, he's delirious. He's out of it. He's been awake for 22 hours, 24 hours. So, you know, did the interview and then um the guy he was with, I asked him just kind of more like, Oh, like what's his name? And he said something, some fucking, yeah name. And they're like, but they call him Dutchie. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. And they're like, so here's the deal. Like he's from the Netherlands. He's, he's Dutch, but he moved to Australia to race. And that's, and no one down there could pronounce his name. So they call him Dutchie. So otherwise his name was like Wooter is like W O U T E R which I think is a cool fucking name yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. If your name's Wooter and you're like, yeah, fucking A. But, <laughs> yeah. Man, that, Fuck yeah, that, I'm a that racer. Sounds, yeah. man, that sounds so fitting. Uh, yeah. see Wooter did the Iron Man? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I gathered information, you know, put put the video up. And uh, yeah, man, like like the fishistics thing accepted the collab, which I think was great. And then, you know, the story got out there uh, even more, which I thought was great anyways. Like it, it's it's cool whether it was us or someone else to hear more about it. Yeah, him. exactly. Mm-hmm. And he'd napped for two hours and then fucking, and then he left And back out into the desert. Keegan finally comes in. We do the pit, get him out. We're packing up. All of a sudden Dutchie comes back to the same pit like backwards. Yeah. And we were like, you just lost an hour. Dog. <laughs> and turns out like the, uh, the plastic part for his air filter broke off and yep. he needed a new one. So He's on a, what a, uh, KTM, I KTM think. bike. Yeah. Everyone out there is on like Yamahas or, or I mean, uh, Kawasaki's or Honda's. Yep. And so he goes back mm-hmm. off to the desert. We head up to Ensenada and, uh, the whole time we're in Ensenada, we're watching, we're refreshing and he is struggling through like mm-hmm. 1000 to 1100. He's struggling. It took him four hours, maybe to like get through it. Cause he kept stopping and then starting, stopping and starting. And we don't know like the update on him. Like we get updates here and there of like him coming through the pit area. Everyone's waiting for him, watching for him. And it gets to the point where Doug comes in, you know, we do the whole celebration and then we eat, we're getting ready for bed and it's 10 and he's still like 90 miles out. And the thing of it is, is you have 50 hours to finish the race and he had to finish that race by 2 AM and it was already 10. So he had four hours and 90 miles left to go ish or something like that. Yeah. he still had, Yeah, he still had a little bit. So a hours I remember left. I looked at Bert. I was like, man, I, I don't think he's going to finish. I don't think he's going to make it with like the rate, the pace he's on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to finish. So go to bed, kind of accepting that. And my alarm went off for, I was supposed to get a fiber energy for Ryan the night before. And I realized it's like 2.15 a.m. when my alarm went off. So I checked Instagram. Sure as shit, first video that popped up, motherfucker made it. Mm-hmm. He made it with, I think, an hour left. Yeah, I think that's about what a, it was. But yeah. an hour, hour, 15 minutes left, he made it. And he took seventh out of 29. Yeah, that's insane. Like, they took pictures of his bike. He had zip, zip ties. Zip ties on his the, tire. Yeah. On his tire. Flat. <laughs> yeah. Just to keep the pressure in. Yeah. <laughs> and- it was the one of the most incredible things I had ever heard Mm -hmm. in my life. One of the most incredible things I had ever seen in my life for him to do it. And I remember Bert going over to him and he's like, I wanted to tell him like, you have to finish. Mm -hmm. Like everyone is like pulling for you. Like you have to finish. And it's one thing to finish. It's another to officially finish Mm -hmm. because people come in past the 50 hour mark. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do it all the time. Like to finish is great, but to officially finish is fucking incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So To be a part of that, I think was awesome. I just want to share like my feelings on it is going down to Baja, like that was a, you know, a dream of mine, something I've always wanted to do. I watched the Dust of Glory movies, always heard about Baja, asked Keegan about Baja, like 10 years ago, if he ever thought about doing it, he said no. So I was like, oh, maybe one day I'll get down there. And to actually do it, to be a part of it, to be a part of like, to contribute to the biggest story of Baja, you know, show like that, that guy's going to be a legend forever. Yeah. And then to be on like the Baja finish line, like we were in official media, like me and Lyle were in official media. We mm-hmm. were like, I wasn't even supposed to be up there. I was prepared to take it, you know, off to the side and film whatever. But I was just like, fuck it. Like I got a camera. I'll just stick next to these guys and
1: mm-hmm. make no sure i yeah. of the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the no, kind of, you know what to do. Yeah. No one's yeah. going to
0: question anything. So yeah. yeah, to get in there, to get the finish, to get the celebration, that was everything I ever wanted out of Baja. Everything that happened was everything I thought it would be. And I'm eternally grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, like you, you had told me, cause I put that picture up that mission from San Ignacio where I was like, I never imagined where like a camera would take me mm-hmm. and, and it felt good knowing like you shared that same sentiment as well that when it happened with you and yeah, I'm just eternally grateful for it. Like if, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't have been there. I wouldn't have been living that little bit of dream that I had of Baja. (laughs) So, you know, without, you know, you guys, without people who've helped contribute to it, that wouldn't have happened. So I just want to say thanks to you guys. Thanks to people who've done it. Todd Keegan, Mm -hmm. everyone out there, fucking Bert for keeping me alive (laughs) yeah, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, for, for making it happen. And whether I do it again or not, I I fucking, I did it. Mm -hmm. I was there. Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, yep.
3: It was a good. It was an awesome experience. Like I said, if we never do it again, I'm glad we got to do it once. Oh,
1: I <laughs> got got Tito's long ass story. You're like, yeah, it was a good one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't a dream for life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah.
1: Like I said, I that's cool that you guys got to experience. Mm. Like I said, and me, like I know you feel bad or you feel sad or or emotional about me not going. And I'm like, nah, yeah. dude, like like Keegan doesn't know what I've been through like as yeah. far as traveling goes I'm like nah, I'm done traveling. Like I have a kid that I only get to see half time now. So it's like yeah you get your kids full time so you want to get away.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. Yeah.
1: You know whether that be true or not but yeah. you know like as a parent um you know I have other obligations that I'm that I want to check off my list so you know and I yeah. So like I said it's awesome. We stamped our shit and I'm glad that Lyle and I can contribute to your dreams. Yeah. Or even to our dreams, because at the end of the day, like me and Lyle were starting starting this company, I guess. Yeah. It's like something like I didn't like when we when we got the interview Brian Deegan, I was like, holy fuck.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, damn, here it is. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was my pinnacle at yep. the first year. And I'm like, if it doesn't go any further than this, and
2: I'm happy. <laughs> 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 Said it, <did> it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you like know.
1: and like here we are. And I guess something like I I don't know if Lyle has anything more to say. Or if you guys want to get into the month off or not. But like for me, it's like all four of us me, you, Lyle, Keegan, um, like everybody. Like, we're just like a small town. Small yeah. guys. I mean,
3: Keegan said that when, after the finish, when we, he got churros and it was just us three walking down the street, he's like, how crazy is this? He's like, oh, he said, he goes, two Indians and a white guy walking down here. <laughs> I was like, but like, we're down here doing this.
1: Yes. And like, I had that moment when I seen the finish and everything. I'm like, God damn it. I was like, just like speaking from you guys point of view, I will just like, damn, these guys are mm-hmm. doing it from small ass fucking Forest County.
3: And I think that's why, I mean, people ask me to see pictures all the time. My I don't really have a whole lot. What you see on like my story is really all the pictures I have. And for me, it's just like, I've learned just like to soak it in almost. Like, like, yeah. like when we were, you were on the stage, you probably didn't take a whole lot of pictures. I was on the starting line. I don't even think anybody knew I was on the starting line, like the stage. Yeah. I was up there too, like filming the vision wheel stuff. And then I just, another thing is like, it was pretty fucking cool. You got fans cheering and you're up here. You get to see these, what it means to the racers, like up close and personal. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, it was a cool experience. Like you said, coming from where we come from. Exactly. Not a lot of people get to experience that. Yes, exactly. Like even for Keegan as a racer, like not even a lot of short course racers get to to experience that.
1: Yeah. What? Bryce Menzies (laughs) and Rob McAachern are the... Big time, we'll say Rick Rick Johnson, Mm -hmm. the real Rick Johnson, Mm -hmm. will say. Yeah. (laughs) But but yeah, no, like I said, I mean, the humbling moment of like, like, how do I put this? Like, this isn't supposed to happen to us. Yeah. In a sense,
0: you know? I, I think for me- yeah, I took a few, like you said, you, yeah. you kind of take a few pictures and then those small brief moments mm-hmm. that you kind of realize like, oh man, like where we're at. Yeah. One of those was San Ignacio, but I think the one where it hit for me, again, I've said was bittersweet, was the sun coming up uh, in that last pit. We were waiting for Keegan, Sun's mm-hmm. kinda, it's like oh, yeah. 5.45, maybe 5.30 in the morning. Sun's coming up and, it, and I kind of just take a step back and take a breath and I was like, mm-hmm. man, like being here in Baja last pit Keegan's coming in super bittersweet because for me, I know the dream's done. Then once, once he's off our obligation is done Mm -hmm. or then it's up to Doug's crew to finish the race. Mm -hmm. As far as ours, it's done. So for me, it was, it was like a relief, like, okay, like, you know, for the most part, heavy lifting is done, Mm -hmm. but also at the same time the dream's done. Like Mm -hmm. then it's, it's over. So I was just kind of taking it in, appreciating like a new day, like I'm fucking watching the sunrise in Mexico during the Baja One Thousand. Yeah. Like how wild mm-hmm. is it? Some people are probably just sleeping right now, or you know, working out. Yeah. Or no, yeah. working out. <laughs> yeah. Or you know having raced already and no. just kind of like yeah. napping or whatever. But I'm here in the fucking middle of the desert, yep. watching this, watching this happen, and that was something that kind of like almost gave me another boost of energy, and uh, just ready to kind of then finish it off with a bang and try to get the best shots that I could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, head on up to Ensenada after yep. that. So yeah, yeah, like Tony and all those guys, they've done it before.
3: It's almost like how we are with Crandon. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah, it, yeah, they've yeah. done it all, and then you kind of see it, what it's about,
1: and it's like, all right, yeah, this is badass. Yeah, you understand why. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. But,
1: like even on, on the retrospect, like where I was at the week that you guys left, you know, they're like, oh, where, where's you know, obviously, like where's your brother at? I'm like, oh, uh, like uh, Lyle and Tito, uh, you know they got the chance to go to Baja. So I was like, unfortunately I was like unprepared, but I was like, they got to go to Baja and shoot. So I was like, so that's where they're, they're like, really? They're like, How wild is that? And I'm like, for real. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I'm where it's snowing at. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, but then it hit me. I'm like, damn, I was like, we really are doing it. Mm-hmm. Cause then, you know, snowcross. obviously it's, you know, Lyle and I put a good foot in the door with snowcross, And with you guys putting your guys' foot in the door with desert, I was just like, hell yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Like we're fucking doing it. So.
0: Yeah. And, and and again, I'm a big short course guy, but yeah, to even be into the desert stuff, like for sure is like my style of things. You know what I mean? Like off-road. Now you guys are, you know, motocross Mm -hmm. style guys, you know, like snow cross, that kind of thing is like you're you're jamming. No, I mean, obviously I'm into it too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love it. Love watching it. But you know the short course and desert are probably one two, and then you know yep. motocross, snowcross is still fun. I'm not not banking it like not dogging it at, at four. Yeah, but I mean, fuck man, that was cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. No, exactly. So like like I said, like thanks to everyone that's you know put their trust in us, you know, and everything and has a uh, faith in us. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, like I said, we're always internally grateful for everything that oh, yeah. every opportunity that we're given. let so I had time to rearrange the living room and kind of make it more of a gear bolt. And mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully one day we'll be able to do this in the office ourselves, live on mm-hmm. TV or live on YouTube.
0: Nope. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, keep- um, yeah, I guess we're rolling up on three hours. We can talk about, Oh, yeah, um, we got a
1: couple minutes. Well, yeah, well,
0: I, mean, I was saying, like, we can talk about the uh, the golf thing. We can talk about it next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we yeah. can kind of, like, yeah. get into that then kind of, you know. And
1: maybe getting more into, like, our week or our month off. Yeah. You know, and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or get more into your guys' month off, we'll yeah. say. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, I mean, overall, we got, what, PRI coming up. And then snowcross starts. And then we're back off to the races. Mm-hmm. This was kind of, like, the start of the season.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pretty I'm much right. the season <laughs> premiere yeah. as Lyle and I just got back from a week trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's crazy even to say that out loud, like start of our season was Baja one thousand. Yep. Yeah. It's like, hey man, yeah, it's go time again. Yep. Yep. Throw us in the biggest desert race ever. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're ready for anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I shit in the desert. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right.
0: <laughs> I'm ready for anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. but All right. If you guys have gotten this far again, you know, sorry for the three hour podcast like it was last time. Um, but yeah, if you guys have gotten here, man, we appreciate you guys so much. We appreciate the, you know, kind words and, and encouraging words of the podcast of us, of the work that we do. And um, man, I, again, we, we, we can't tell you guys how thankful we are for, for all of you. And um no, we
1: uh, we'll have more information on mail. We'll we, we know IMAO. why you guys yep. are listening. Yeah, yep. if yep. you guys listen to yeah. this part, you're like, oh, they're gonna do something secret. Yeah. Nope, nope. <laughs> nope,
3: we are not. <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: But we love you guys. Yeah. We do love you guys.
2: Hi, oh.
1: <laughs> right, guys, I'm, love you. Uh,